the gutter skypes. The gutter skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. And it's been bad. <laughs> See you later. I'm holding down the fort for Adam while he was taking care of puppies. Right. Adam just returned. Oh, this oh. is a neat, neat, wonderful new feature of Zoom. What's that? Hmm. That you can't just log in and be in the meeting. Yeah, somebody has to be standing here that's hosting it to admit the person. I believe you can turn that off in settings. It's one of those yeah. things they did. It's the waiting room, right? It's a security feature because people were bitching about people piggybacking onto Zoom meetings by finding the IDs, and they just were like, "Well," or 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 getting bad? or and getting uh, waiting room into where they could see people's day. cameras or some weird yeah. stuff like that. Enable waiting room. I wonder if that means what it yes, is. That's, that's what that is. So if you uncheck that box. You have disabled the waiting room. Yeah. I wonder I if I have to do that every before. time. I don't think so. Yeah, I think you're okay now. Yep, hopefully. Wow. <sighs> Sorry about that. Oh, Did you all worries. just hear me yell that? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I mute myself or no? Yes, you did. I don't so, know. <laughs> I'm going to start my video for a second because I want to show off. All right. My birthday present, Ooh. which I think is mm -hmm. so cool. So let me. Is it a Hobbit birthday present? So you're giving it to us? Uh, no, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> well, all right then. Uh, start video. Here we go. Okay. Is video started? It is. Okay. You see? Now Ooh. you have to help me out here because I can't see the friggin'. I can I can see that it's a magnetic folding dice rolling tray. Yes. Is that what it's, that is? It's, it's not magnetic though. It snaps. So oh, snap. Oh, nice. Yeah. So oh, how fun like is so. that? And you know, just holy That's crap! That's awesome. Snap the corners together. Oh. And now I have a dice rolling tray. Yay! Nice. And it came with two of them, and it's got the velvet on the inside and everything, and I'm yelling because I've got these You're very excited. over my ears, and I can't <laughs> realize how loud I'm freaking speaking. Sorry you, about that. And you have a cool birthday present. Yeah. So cool. Very cool. When we very roll cool. dice, I have this neat... They won't be rolling off the... Well, actually, they do occasionally roll off the desk if I get very overly excited and just fling them but you have to really you have to really just give them a big you know if you wanted to well so. that's that's when you have to take the tray itself and then fling that at you <laughs> it's like exactly. when the tray landed it'll make it easier to find the damn dice yep <laughs> that was an 18 i'm gonna save that role for <laughs> no 
anyway, I just wanted to show, I'm just very, that was my roommate's present to me, and I, and, uh, I just thought that was really cool, so. Happy birthday to you and a well-thought-on gift. Thank you. What dice will we be using for this, uh, I'm going to go ahead and stop the video. There we go. I'm going to put my guitar down now. Mm -hmm. You have a what? He needs to know your dice, and I need to go off a second because I'm going to go put my guitar down. Be right back. No, play it. Your guitar. Don't yeah. put it down. No, I'm putting it down. That's what it gets for not making me an instant guitar wizard with <laughs> low self-esteem. That's what that. it deserves. Yeah. I, wow. Actually, I'm just going to go throw it in the rack, so I'll be right back. Yeah. Putting it down and throwing it. Jeez. Yeah. It likes it. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a song title masochistic guitar ding, 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 ding. or a band name yeah yeah wow either yeah. one <laughs> yeah and i've got a a new microphone set up here i have no idea if it sounds any different to you guys or not but you're coming through crystal clear and five by five awesome so that's that, that's all I, I i can ask but i was i i got what um uh, Mags on uh, All Games Considered had pointed out to me years ago on Amazon this setup with a uh, with an actual like uh, arm and all of of this and the like shock guard and everything else that the microphone goes in and it, it comes with a condenser microphone and the pop filter and everything else. Oh damn! For like by the time I, I bought it, it was like thirty bucks, and Ooh. I had to buy a cable not like the one that they had included in in here because i also uh, bought a blue icicle to run it through which means it's what running the hell is a blue icicle that goes it's, with a snowball doesn't it uh it it can uh it's it, it it's done by the blue microphone company it's a uh, it's a preamp and other stuff but the main thing that it does oh, is right. it accepts an uh, xlr uh, socket from the microphone. I forget which way it is, which mm. way that it, it, it's going there, and I'm not going to unplug it to find out for obvious reasons. But right. it, 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 it provides uh, phantom power to the dynamic mic that I've got set up here now, or wow. the uh, the uh, condenser mic, rather. Sorry, that's the one that, that, that needs that phantom needs, power. Right, that needs power. And it then runs it through USB for the input. Oh. It's a neat little device. You've got such you've got swanky microphones for talking into is like the ones that I have for singing into. Probably reasonably wow. similar. No, I've got a condenser mic too, but I actually never get to use it because it tends to be too powerful for the places that we play. Uh, but the um I I have a small collection of dynamic mics now I seem yeah. to um, yeah. pick them up. I can't help myself. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, dy dynamic mics are a lot less fragile anyway, so that's, that's true. For, but that's I, probably for the best. I love, I love the condenser mic. It's like effortless. Three hours of belting out big belty belty songs, and it's like nothing, nothing. Mm -hmm. ah, it's beautiful. But getting the balance right is hard. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't, it doesn't feedback and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's, cool. Just, but your just, toys sound really fun. Awesome. I just remember thinking about the condenser versus dynamic microphone thing back when I was in college and learning the the like the radio stuff to begin with and being uh, told of the, the 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 one time that our professor used a, used a uh, an SM58 as a hammer. 
and still worked me, and, and and it still worked fine. <laughs> so, excuse me, but what did he hammer? Wait a minute. I don't know exactly. It's just they are beasts, but you know that there's something about them. I I. I have used them. A lot of my friends who have gear have them, right? So I've used them. Mm -hmm. I yeah. don't particularly like them. For me, I don't. Yeah, I don't just... like the feel and the sound. I love and adore my Rode R O D E mics from mm -hmm. Australia, and I have some Sennheisers that I like too. Cool. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, they're they're still not they're not super swanky, but I, my Sennheiser 945E is the one that I use for performing, and then the 845 is the one I use for rehearsing. But those those are nice. But I yeah. love my Rhodes. But I just that Rode is the condenser mic, and the Rode S1, which is the baby yeah. starter one, is great on the low end, but not good on the highs. So. Well, anyway, just, next next time next time we get together, so Nikki will have a <laughs> yeah. Nikki will have an actual um, lavalier <laughs> to the collar with a no. pack going down the side. But all all those years ago when I did those recordings for those songwriters, David and Dennis, mm -hmm. I got to use a uh oh what is it a, is it a Newman mic? Is that the name of it? it? Wasn't Sennheiser? I think it's a Newman, and it was something like a fifteen thousand dollar microphone. Oh wow! <laughs> hung in the air. Yeah, that was that was freaky. But then, so getting used to it because, of course, it picks up everything. And so when they would take the music tracks out, and it would just be me, and you can hear breathing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was hard to get used to. Yeah. And I know they call it a windscreen or a pop screen or whatever, but I'm like the spit screen. There's a spit screen in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the swankiest mic that I've ever got to, to use. But yeah, that's one you don't touch. That's one that hangs in the air and you don't. I I would I would be quiet just in the presence of that much money. <laughs> I it was I I was I was definitely taken aback. So I'm like not touching it, not touching it. Look, I'll be over here on my little stool, not touching nothing. Anyway. And it'll still pick you up just fine. It'll be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was insane. I to me, it. to me, it was insane. You can buy these fifteen used cars, <laughs> or this microphone. Or this microphone. I'll take the microphone, please. <laughs> wow. It kind of puts the the whole. You traded the Bluesmobile for a a microphone a microphone thing a bit more into perspective. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I just watched that movie a month or two ago and it mm -hmm. got to that line and I'm like, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my, I've yeah. changed so much because when I first saw this movie, I found that line funny and I didn't resonate with it at all. Now I'm like, mm -hmm. yep, yeah, I get that. <laughs> so. Yeah, that is still my number one favorite movie. It was really fun. I forgot how fun it was, and I forgot how many amazing people are musicians in it. Yeah. that they captured. Um, Absolutely, doing their thing. It, that was that was really impressive, and how much love they put into capturing those musicians. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. Most yeah, the most memorable part for me was. Uh, uh, for, for so far as the musicians went, was the whole Cab Galloway thing towards this. Mm. 
Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. That was beautiful. And Aretha Franklin yes. knocks it out of the park. Oh, and the guy, oh, who, I'm so sorry. His name, I'm blanking on his name. The fabulous guy playing on the street. And Johnny Lee dancing. Hooker. Thank you. That's a really wonderful yeah. moment, too, of just, like, musicians throwing down. Yeah, it was great. Anyway, I want to look this up. A blue icicle, you say? Yeah. I think they're on uh, Amazon for around 45 now, I think. Oh. So does Blue also make the, or used to make the, who, who makes the snowball? Somebody made the snowball. That's Blue. That is Blue, okay. Yeah. So the theme is consistent. Yeah. There we go. Somewhere in this house, I've got an S, uh, sure. I got the SM58 somewhere in a box, somewhere in the house. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. no, you can use it as a hammer. Yeah, those are tough buggers. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's one of the, the reasons that they're like uh, a like broadcast standard is that they're as durable as they are. I think. Uh, well, I I basically stopped using it because the only input I had for it was uh, was um, a preamp that went into a sound card. In mm-hmm. like, wow, this is two thousand six. <laughs> Yeah, 2006, I had a PC that had a sound card that had an XLR input. Oh, wow. Directly in the sound card. That's nice. That was, it was, it was very convenient, and it was like no guessing, no switching, no changing, no adapting. It's, this is what it's for. And uh, everything after that, every PC after that was kind of like, I was always in a situation of, I need the sound card. It's got the XLR input, and mm-hmm. and then I'd look and I'd, okay, I think I'll go buy a used car instead, because <laughs> <laughs> huh. they were off the chart. Uh, they were out completely out of my range. Wow. So here I am. I'm looking at the blue site. So these are these mics are meant to be set up there for desktop and/or stationary recording, right? They're not for. They don't look like they're not certainly not handheld. There's no handheld. Uh, yeah, m- m- most of the ones that they have, uh, well, a lot of their the, the mics there are are like USB mics. So gotcha. They're not really. They're super cute. See, the good ones called these the the uh, snowball. They have the yeah. Yeti. Let me see if I can help find that Yeti caster. Uh, <coughs> I'm on, yeah, I'm actually on the blue site. Yeah, yeah, I'm. The Yeti series uh, and the snowball series apparently. One of these one of these days, I'm going to get a Yeti. I've I've heard good things about that, Mike. Um, huh, I wonder if they still support icicle because I'm not seeing it on. Let me get this full screen and see where I need to. Well, that's fun. And I never answered my dice Pro question. XLR. Oh, I don't know. What does the mini? What does the micro setting die thing use? Well, they have so many. Microphones. Would you look at the like Pro XLR stuff? Excuse me, seven hundred dollars for a headset for headphones? Are you kidding me? For really, really good headphones. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they better come with their own like little elves that like make you snacks and stuff. I don't think so. <laughs> Why? The Keebler headset. <laughs> for seven hundred dollars, that better be part of the package. God dang, so, yeah. <laughs> And uh, fondue the, pot. Yeah. <laughs> so. I thought I was crazy yeah. for spending two hundred and fifty dollars on a pair, on a pair of earbuds. Well, darling, you were. You were. Yikes! 
see. <laughs> Mainly because I destroy mine. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to talk too loudly in case my poor little Logitech headset hears me. <laughs> but almost every other headphone and/or earbud device I've owned in the last ten years, I destroy within six months or less. Usually closer to a month, and usually the cord gets caught on something, and I, you know, and I just yeah. pull it apart. Okay. And uh, so I stockpile on the El Cheapo ones, which is probably why they only last a month. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because I just blow through them like they're nothing. Yeah, I got mine through uh, Amazon, and but in, in case you've got qualms about that, I found a Guitar Center link. I did to see the Guitar island. Center link. I've I've been I've ordered stuff from Guitar Center and Musician's Friend recently. So. Yeah, they 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 have it for like sixty bucks. Yeah. Which is a bit higher than Amazon has it for, but if you don't like Amazon then you know right. I don't know. So if I want to help provide you all with slightly better with or actually extremely better audio quality, I should get some of these things, eh? Well your audio is fine, honestly. Um Yeah. Yeah. I love my little Logic, Logitech headset. I'm going to be really sad when it turns its little toes to the sky. Yeah. And it loves you. Yeah. Well, as hell as I've been on it all these years. This is my original one that I got when I started with you guys. Yeah. 2009. Cool. And, you God, know, it's been that long. It's been that freaking long, huh? And for the rest of us, it's been 2008. We're going yeah. on 12 years, folks. It's back Excuse over me, to sorry. the computer with no warning. That's really funny. Anybody think we'd be around that long when we started getting started playing Satsi? That's just right? crazy. Yeah. Right? yeah, well. Because we're trained professionals, people. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That has... We're, we're trained professional something. <laughs> something. Yes, I'll stick with something. That that that's funny on so many levels. <laughs> and um, you saw that poor Andros isn't going to be with us tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. I saw that email. Um, saw that uh, Trilobite is is getting jerked around by work and stuff too. Is it's kind of like, well, you know. Real life happens. It's just as well. I don't have the thing ready that I needed to. I mean, I don't have all the pieces together anyway. I was trying to trying to make uh, trying to make all the lists necessary for it. But well, uh, crap! I didn't finish my one shot because I didn't think I needed to. What can we Damn go? It. What what can we do with the bits you got? Hang on. Wait a minute. Let me let me see this here. Oh, you've been prepping. You didn't say that you have it prepped. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, crap. <laughs> well, yeah, we can play with pieces of it, and maybe we can start. Maybe I can help. You can help me flesh stuff out. I'm trying to come up with something. And Mr. Do... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 go on. Uh, uh, Mr. K could probably uh, uh, fill me in on this. Has, has anybody developed a game where the players don't actually play rolled up characters but they play NPCs <laughs> As in, you know, elaborate on this a bit they play they play uh, the shopkeepers they play the quest givers <laughs> they play the uh, bad evil minion 
they play the farmer met on the side of the road. And the heroes um, and the villains are all the stock the no, stock no, the characters. Players, the, the villains are NPCs. The, yeah. the, the the player character, traditional player character, I'm the fighter, I'm the cleric, I'm the wizard, I'm the you know, we're the right. adventuring party. Um they may or may not play those too, but is yeah, it, it's it it struck me that it would be fun to come up with some kind of a gaming system where you could very quickly put together a damn near uh, a damn near full saturation role play where you cut right to the chase with over the top improv of the non-player character. And you, uh, you I would in. I would suggest if you're going to go with that, then then the heroes and the like the key villain or whatever are the stock. The 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 and what usually what the NPCs are right like the, the, I am the I am the hero I am the villain and like nobody messes with that they're going to do the predictable thing, and then the NPCs do everything else. No. Well, the, 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 there's predictability involved if, if, the, if, the, if the player chooses that, I suppose. It, 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 just to, to start out, you know, if they want to go over the top and they've got a favorite thing that they like to do, oh. if they're going to be the villain um, or the, you know, the wizard or the, the magistrate or the whoever that comes into the tavern looking around, spotting your group, of course. <laughs> Walking over to them, trailing the toilet paper on their foot, you know, the, the whole thing. I need you folks to do X and y, X, Y, and Z. It's the, there's, there's two sets of lists. There's two lists that I haven't come up with yet that I need to, and I'm probably, probably going to borrow from, uh, no, I'm not going to borrow. I'm going to steal outright from my mad magic table. Uh -uh. Liberate. We I'm going to liberate there we go. from myself, from my mad magic table, <laughs> um, the quest reward shop contents, as in you can buy this, or uh, the uh, MacGuffin that's been stolen or needs to be destroyed or located or whatever. And it would be a hundred of those. So I have to make a hundred of the, I've made a hundred place names. Technically I've made, what is a hundred, if you got two lists of a hundred and you can combine them, I think it's 10,000. In other words, if you roll a, a, a D100 for the first column and a D100 for the second, and you're supposed to combine the two, I think that's 10,000 possible combinations. So. Um, so I got, uh, I got that for tavern names. Um, and place names for character names. I've got a million possibility combination of three columns of a hundred. So actually I could probably just give you the, I think I could just put the link in. Um, let me do this. Let's try a copy paste because it's amusing or it should be amusing. It's supposed to be fun. Supposed to be fun, uh, funny, fast, and over the top. Um, I'm going to put it in chat that I don't have displayed. What the hell? I have a 100 die somewhere. Why am I not showing? Oh, there we go. There's Mr. K's link to the uh, to the blue icicle. Yep. 
Okay, to everyone. Let's see if this link works. This is character names and reputations. So that if you don't want to start like completely out of the blue in a vacuum, you can roll a D100 per column and combine them with the numbers you get. Or a percentile die, if, if you know, to, just if you want to get, uh, if you want to get um, technical about it. So if you roll a, uh, if you roll a percentile die uh, three times and just choose the numbers that you got from the columns, you put them together and you get that wizard or character or deity. And if you're supposed to be in a scene where you're uh, given out the quest or whatever, um, or you're supposed to be the head of some some uh, faction, some group, the challenge is to try and play the descriptor, try and play the reputation, the reputation that you come up with huh. <laughs> when you get to the table. So I, I guess the ultimate answer to uh, Blind Geek's question is, what dice are they for this? Uh, uh, the percentile die, or 2d10s, or random.org. 31. Galpuzer, the 96. Let me write this down here. Find something to write it down on. Galpuzer, the proactively 89 distracted okay <laughs> <laughs> that's right the head of the faction is Galfuser the proactively distracted <laughs> stuff's going to happen and he's always planning for it exactly <laughs> <sighs> Ooh, a squirrel! Doesn't pay much attention to what's going on or, 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 or around him, but always planning for the future he is. Perfect. See, a character description that's quick enough to at least, you know, <laughs> it's like, uh, you can just can describe what the guy looks like when he comes to the door or what he, how he behaves when he comes to the door and then verbally just go into the 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 challenge of trying to play the combination of the descriptions that follow it's like um or uh, it could be um uh, what was it he said 80 wait a minute what number what was the first number uh the first number 31 well, yeah oh, 30 the 30 yeah could also be a deity worshipped yep. uh, you know a minor god very not very well known true but worshipped by the uh, hamster-headed ball stealers of quorum. <laughs> the title does definitely kind of lend itself more towards a, a deity, I think. Yeah, I tried to go with the uh, with uh, with uh, in the first column. I tried to go with um, character names that were uh, okay. that were uh, not gender specific. Yeah. So would there be another list of like what you actually wind up being? Like, you know, shopkeeper or minion or or gardener or god or whatever. Actually, yeah, I think I had, uh, I had, um, so I got 29, uh, 29. I am the ginging. 
The Ging Ging. The Ging Ging. So I'm 29, signed. <laughs> the Ging Ging. And then I got 32. 32. These are rolling pretty stiffly. Oh, I hope I'm overdressed, too. <laughs> 66. <laughs> criminal. So I would be the ging king who is stiffly criminal. <laughs> the very proper and, um, and formal gangster. <laughs> There you go. Head head of the trollop trade. Um. <laughs> <laughs> there are ways that this is done. <laughs> <laughs> Pinkies out. <laughs> if, if I roll, can somebody do the table for me? Because there was certainly. Thank you. Is, is the is the table not? Uh, is it? Is this? Are these I, uh, unfriendly pages? It's. I haven't tried downloading yet because I don't know how to get a link to do anything in Zoom, but uh, Oh, bummer. Do you, well, I don't know. I mean, you just, I can I just was thinking it just takes me a long time to scan through different that's why I don't yeah. generally, I, I tra transcribe tables usually if I need them. Mm. That's why I prefer games that don't use a lot of tables because then I don't have to, but that's I'm not saying that about your thing. I'm no worries. That's the whole point of it. I just mean He's saying that about your thing. No, I'm not. Yeah, you can tell. No, he's I'm totally not. saying that about yeah. your thing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wind him up. Wind him up. <laughs> there is no Vulcan death grip, and everybody knows it. Except you. <laughs> yes, there is. Anyway, go ahead and roll. Roll, roll, roll. Let's see who you okay. are. I'm going directly to uh, uh, um, tables. Sorry. That's the subject line. And I'm putting the link. And okay. there's and, probably a way to do it in Zoom. I just haven't figured out. Ooh, 44. There 44. may be, but I just emailed you the uh, immediate thing. Yeah, okay. but 44 as well. If you just want to roll, sure. Okay. Is Zoomy Bar Z O O M Y B A R R? <laughs> I like it. Zoomy Bar. Right. Zoomy uh, Bar. The. See, I love this thing. They even have a chance to kind of roll around a bit. What the hell's up with the double numbers? Eleven. Sumi Bar, the intensely fifty-eight blunt. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he was Sumi Bar, the intensely, intensely blunt. blunt. <laughs> okay, this sucks. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Oh man, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. And Nick, Nikki, you did you already roll? Nikki got what? I forgot. Oh, I'm sorry. I and I was muted to boot. What's that? You got Can I you roll got again? the ging. You got the ging ging. Sure. I'm the I'm the stiffly, the stiffly. That's right. Uh -oh. stiffly, stiffly criminal. criminal. Stiffly criminal. <laughs> stiffly criminal. <laughs> ging ging. It has to be done correctly. It doesn't have to be legal. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to do it again. Who else am I? I am 80. I am Gapringi? Gapringi? The Gapringi? Do you need to use the or 
Well, it follows, an it follows, it's, it's all optional. I mean, oh. uh, Though Gapringi would make a good god, I think. What was the number the again? Gapringi, number 80. The Gapringi. 80. Oh, yeah, Gapringi, the. Gapringi, Gapringi. I think, the Gapringi, I think it would make, all hail the Gapringi, pointlessly. <laughs> pointlessly. Insane. <laughs> Off with all their heads, unless you're wearing blue, in which you're okay, except not. Now I've changed my mind. No, if you're in green with purple stripes, you go to heaven. Everybody else, into the pit. You bring me the pointlessly insane. That sounds like a god to me. So I just rolled up um, Sue Plakathon, the vividly criminal. <laughs> Oh, cool. <laughs> this sounds like a spree killer to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're enjoying your ale. I murdered seven people on the way here just to talk to you. <laughs> and, and once we're done talking, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> Time's up. Oh, man, that's excellent. That's excellent. Oh, that's fun. Blank, yeah, Blanky, you want to try three more numbers? Rolling the third one now, 51, 67, and 30. I'm going to go ahead and check these on, because I download, I got the table up on here. So there's a, across, is, are the numbers across the bottom? Uh, the numbers are vertical, the names are vertical. And the reputation columns are, yeah, it's vertical. Okay, wait a second. So. Okay, I'm confused. Okay, hmm. Um, because for mine, the first thing that says one says roll on column one. <laughs> Oops. Am I missing? Oh, let's see. <laughs> Keep rolling until you do. I'll just, okay. <laughs> 51, my name is. No, 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 stop that. Feeblelorn. Feeblelorn. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yes. <laughs> you have to say it with like a roll of thunder behind it. Fibulon! <laughs> Which, as you will find out as you go through the rest of them, probably kind of fits the <laughs> the rest of it. But mm -hmm. go on. Let's see, hang on. Oh, I want to be spooky. Yeah, that's the other thing about this. You, uh, it's like you can roll randomly, or if you see a combination that you really, really like, what the hell? Grab it. No, the random is hilarious. I love the random. Random is fun. That pre presents a bit of a challenge sometimes. I gotta I tell you. Lauren, the the uh, grimly indiscreet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure what that means. <laughs> fun to find out. But you'll, you'll investigate it. You're fine. Yes, yes. You have not met our leader yet. He is Feeblelorn. The grimly indiscreet. <laughs> Did I ever tell you what the princess has been up to? <laughs> Princesses. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think you could go full tilt boogie beyond this, and there could be a list of, like, food or, or just random items. Well, I got... I got tavern names. Tavern names are good. Yeah, but like, send, but like food, food, and and everything from furniture to just 
random tchotchke item names that could be you know whatever the mystical thing that you're looking for or that you yeah, have to trade for the random tchotchke names is is uh probably uh, it's going to end up being scrolls amulets or 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 uh scepters or wands or staffs that tavern you're approaching is a wooden building with a sign that says welcome to the prancing spatula <laughs> <laughs> you're no, you're not far off <laughs> You're not, you're not going off. to have the, the, the holy macrame owl that you have to go on the quest for? Okay, let me see if I can use Zoom for this. I'm going Doilies, to... anti-macassars, anti-macassars. I'm never sure how you actually say that word. Anti-macassar, is it macassar oil? Macassar oil, it's macassar, right? I'm putting uh, tavern names even... in the subject line, and I'm going to send that to you too. You could also do a small column you know, for folk who don't want to choose anything, you could have little random dice and for gender, non-gender, like, you know, male, female, other, both, <laughs> un unstated, <laughs> neutral, whatever, so that, you know. Variable. Yeah, very. <laughs> Depends on my mood. <laughs> you fill in the blank. <laughs> So I put uh, I put the link to the tavern names list uh, Oops, okay. combination as well. That's also D one hundred. These were actually easier to come up with than the descriptor than the uh, reputation descriptors and character names. I was like, what uh, what what the hell do you put? Because uh, the the second column <laughs> all had to end in L Y. <laughs> so this time I've got fifty. 59. The perfect shovel. Mine is the freezing piglet. <laughs> Welcome to the freezing piglet. <laughs> Have a tankard of whatever it is we sell here. That's it. We That's guarantee it's cold. The, the studious, studious backflip. <laughs> the wooden ghost. Welcome to the wooden ghost. <laughs> Only five doors down from the studious backflip. <laughs> Very fun. So, so the party meets at uh, the studious backflip, um, so that uh, so that they can um, uh, meet with. Uh, uh, what the hell was, where was Larlampo? Larlampo, the embarrassingly banana-shaped. <laughs> A punctured tomato. <laughs> and and the other fun part is try, trying to picture what's on the sign hanging outside uh -huh. the building. <laughs> Whatever. What would they paint on the swinging sign outside 21. in the rain? The spinning... The spinning lantern, the paisley, <laughs> the vicious I... snowball. Uh oh, is zero zero one hundred? Yes. We don't accept that kind of behavior in the vicious <laughs> snowball. The paisley knight. Oh, and the sign would have to be Prince. It would have to be Prince in a paisley suit of armor, purple suit of armor, purple paisley suit of armor. Oh man, the <laughs> the spinning nose flute. <laughs> oh, God. And I just rolled spinning again. Let me see what comes up this time. Sunday. 
the spinning quill. That actually makes more sense than my other ones. Is it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you got the you got a hundred possibilities for the the first and second parts of the names on those Ooh, as well. The deadly pancake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see werewolf is a choice here. What what could oh can I get werewolf? Shambling. Oh you gotta love something that's got the word shambling in it. Throw the cold into the deadly pancake and have yourself a meal. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. It's a front for the uh, assassin skill. The poisonous The poisonous fork. <laughs> the drinks are good, but I wouldn't eat maybe a bowl of nuts but that's as far as i'd go <laughs> welcome to the lion the lying zucchini <laughs> <laughs> drink enough here and you'll definitely be squashed when you mean it's not a cucumber <laughs> the vicious barrel <laughs> it's a mimic <laughs> The vicious wagon. <laughs> the freezing. Sultan, the vicious Sultan. The freezing zucchini. The freeze. <laughs> I do like that you can just keep rolling things. So, like, would it just be? So, would the idea be that each, well, as soon as you roll up a thing, you have a tiny little vignette, and then it moves on, so that you're just like constantly or almost constantly rolling something. Well, mm -hmm. the, you could uh, set up your roles ahead of time. You oh, asked that's earlier, not fun. You asked earlier about uh, uh, whether there's types. I, I kind of cheated, and I don't like the way I cheated, but maybe there's, I don't know, maybe there's a way to come up with 100 different, like, I got a list of 20 made. Fighter, farmer, wizard, sorcerer, cleric, guard, urchin, merchant, pirate, mayor, bandit. Bard, shopkeeper, bartender, thief, druid, minion, fisherman, spy, miner. And I broke them into... Stable hand, custodian. Yeah, maid. that's the kind of a list. Made, I could come up with. Yeah, so there, there's, it's probably, it's more than possible to come up with a hundred uh, different combinations. I was, I'm trying to stick with the D100 theme. Mm -hmm. The list I just read is like 1 to 5, 6 to 10, 11 to 15. That to me is kind of like, yeah, that's cheesy. That's cheating. That's not D100. It's not 100 different possible things for somebody to be. But uh, th that also, that's a possibility. I just sent, um, I just Friar. sent, uh, I sent factions, factions to Blind Geek via email. Let me put it in, let me put it in here. Yep. There we go, factions. Thank you. So, um, so if uh, if uh, uh, Lampezo, what the hell? I, if Dreadmort, the moderately mighty, <laughs> comes through the tavern door or meets you on the street or whatever, and wants to tell you that his <laughs> sister was kidnapped by some group, <laughs> then. Ahead of time, uh, you can roll up the name of the group. Certainly not kidnapped by the Nocturnal Guild of Ghost Impersonators. No, not them. Oh, you got a 99? I got a 99. No, what gave it away? Wait a minute. I remember that one because I was like, even I had to step back and say, where the hell did that come from? Oh, crap, unless I read them wrong. Okay, maybe I'm so bad at the numbers. Maybe it's 69? Um, the bunny-headed door slammers. 
She was stolen by the self-conscious head smashers. Damn them! <laughs> the shoppers of Gargashmark. No, not the shoppers of Gargashmark. Yes, the shoppers of Gargashmark. No, no, say it isn't so. Dun, dun. The Brotherhood. The oh, Brotherhood. It's on sale. The Brotherhood of of nonstop screaming for no reason. <laughs> The silent order of random trap setters. <laughs> hey, these traps are set by somebody. Me. <laughs> the bootlace chewing murder gnomes. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Adam, you were having quite the day when you came up with these. <laughs> this this took way longer. The quickly hiding spider cult. <laughs> they were just oh damn it, where'd they go? <laughs> So then you just need to finish the list of things, people, <laughs> job positions that you could be. The secret yes, well, job positions. of family, family obligation dodgers. <laughs> uh, I want to join that faction. Cause, yeah. Order of indifferent cobblers listen to their shoes slap along. <laughs> Souls are all wonky. <laughs> Tripping over shoelaces, they can't be bothered to tie properly. Don't leave them to be repaired. I can't be bothered. <laughs> I think my favorite one so far, the artist's guild of lewd scrimshaw. <laughs> oh, I had to put that in there. <laughs> the guild of cheaters at bocce ball. <laughs> The ancient order of sincere and confident liars. <laughs> the dim cult of tentative gibberish chapters. Oh, they're dreadful. Dreadful. The cult of the endless and lame string of excuses. <laughs> the elderly dames of passive aggression. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> the order. Yeah. The Order of Indifferent Cobblers. Yes, I, I love like that. that. <laughs> and they the all Leaping to... Monks of Chicken Temple. <laughs> very, very silly. You must I love it. And recover the, and this is a table I don't have, the MacGuffin table. Go and recover the MacGuffin from the Leaping Monks of Chicken Temple. Why is it called a MacGuffin? I forgot. I used to know this. I yeah. can look it up. Thank you, please. Yes. Why, called a why not? Uh, MacGuffin. Fresh but functional skull cap brigade. <laughs> wow. That's They're not I nearly as bad as the is, wicked wow. badger-headed statue defacers. Oof. Let's see. I mean, fiction a MacGuffin sometimes. Uh, the a MacGuffin sometimes MacGuffin is. An object, device, or event that is necessary to the plot and the motivation of the characters, but insignificant, unimportant, or in, or irrelevant in itself. The term was originated by Angus MacPhail for film, adopted by Alfred Hitchcock, and later extended to a similar device in other fiction. The use of a MacGuffin as a plot device predates the name MacGuffin. The Holy Grail of Arthurian legend has been cited as an early example of a <laughs> MacGuffin. Uh, the name MacGuffin was coined by the English screenwriter Angus Macph MacPhail and was popularized by Alfred Hitchcock in the 1930s. Um, hmm. 
Oh. Okay, it, it has Alfred Hitchcock talking, talking about it. It might be a Scottish name taken from a story about two men on a train. One man says, "What's that package up there in the in the in the, in the baggage rack?" The other the other man answers, "Oh, that's a, a MacGuffin." The first one asks, "What's a MacGuffin?" Well, the other man says, "It's an apparatus for trapping lions in the Scottish Highlands." The first man says, "But there are no lions in the in the Scottish Highlands." And the other one answers, "Well, then that's that's no MacGuffin." So you see that a MacGuffin is actually nothing at all. Ah. Uh-huh. So then the Death Star plans are technically not a MacGuffin because they turn out to be important to the plot. It has evolved. Actually, the very next, the paragraph out here, there's a little section headed George Lucas. In contrast to Hitchcock's view of a MacGuffin as an object around which the plot revolves but around which the audience does not care, George Lucas believes that, quote, the audience should care about it almost as much as the dueling heroes and villains on screen, unquote. Lucas describes R2-D2 as the MacGuffin of the original Star Wars film and said that the titular MacGuffin in Raiders of the Lost Ark was an excellent example of, uh, an excellent example as opposed to the more obscure MacGuffins of the next two Indiana Jones films. Hmm. So... I don't know if I... I don't know if I get R2-D2 as the MacGuffin. I mean, if anything, the plans he's carrying are the MacGuffin because, I mean, he's an actual character. But maybe, I don't know. I guess they are hunting for him. Or keeping yeah. him safe. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're our only hope. Obi-Wan is the MacGuffin. No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what? I'm sorry you're sad, Luke. <laughs> an old man that you met two days ago died. My whole planet got <laughs> But I'll sit here and come for you. You, because <laughs> it's all about you. Exactly. Ha. Huh. So, so um, yeah, the factions. Is, I never thought of that, but that is kind of true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, that's in a cartoon somewhere. Or, yeah, uh, yeah, that, that I've seen that all over the place. I don't know where I saw it first, but yeah, good point. <laughs> so the the, uh, the anywhere it says um, the fact the factions occasionally they have to end they had to end in of as in uh, what the hell. What's, what's one of them? A place name or a, place or name. a, yeah. a, a, or a deity, deity name. name in one case. Yeah, the Berry Smashing Rebels of place name, and you can go to the place name table. Oh, there's place name table. Yales. <laughs> I went, yeah, I went to totally nuts with these D100 lists and didn't finish because I went totally nuts with these D100 lists. Yeah, but they're really fun. And I can see, yeah, you know. I could be dead wrong here, but I'm feeling the shape of the game. So you roll up to get started, and so you 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 come up with your everybody rolls, and you come up with your numbers, your place, yeah. your your thing, and you start. But like as soon as you go out the door, it's almost time to roll for somebody else to continue to like keep pointing you on your way, or change the and just to have the, the quick track encounters. and the arc. 
Yeah. Yeah. And the challenge, of course, is, I mean, the, the fill in, the filler is things like factions and place names. <gasps> what if? If, what if, oh, does this make it better or worse? Pork Mangle Avenue. If there was another step where you rolled and like so many of the party rolled and they are locked into their character and everybody else keeps morphing. But that's also a random roll, whether you're going to be someone who is a static character like a paladin or whatever or if if you're going to be someone who is or you're going to be the entire party <laughs> yeah the entire you are you are the, the whole rest of the universe pointing them on their way everybody else is the, is the play the the traditional playing party uh, one person is the traditional playing party and everybody else plays the npcs or or even, or like, both. depending on how many folk are playing, maybe two or three are the traditional party, and the other two or three who are playing are the the rest. I I don't know. That could be fun too, huh? Or am I yeah. getting crazy? Hey, I, this is a total morph stage. I have no idea where it's going to go, but it's it's like. Well, I w game people. I'm not a real game people. You are the real game people. Game gentlemen, what do you think? No crickets. No. Come on, speak up. Hello. There's some potential here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once, once, you, once you figure out where you're, where you're, you're like taking it, you know, yeah, that, 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 that'll, that'll help me kind of an, an, analyze it some, some more. But I do kind of like this, yeah. I damn near had folks, uh, if they could, and this was part of the world creation process. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, take a T-shirt, drop it on the floor, and take an overhead picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. That would be the world. That would be. It would be like uh, all players uh, uh, drop a t-shirt on the floor and then take, make a pencil sketch of the outline with the t-shirts pushed together or dropped near each other or whatever, and that's the continent. <laughs> and and the other uh, the other aspect of it, and this was a D six ended up being a D six role. Uh, would be the world setup. Where uh, where uh, a one is a round planet, two is a a Rama style tube, one of those massive rotating tubes. Three would be a Niven style ring around the sun. Four would be a Dyson sphere. Five would be a flat disc, a la Sir Pratchett. Mm. And six, and I had a hard time coming up with this one. It could have been a cube, but it's kind of like, yeah, really? Come on. I don't know. Um, six ended up being an infinite hive of caverns, <laughs> which was which would kind of make it tough to put the, put a continent shape onto and locate the towns and cities and stuff like that. I mean, there's there's other aspects, there's other variations of making that continent thing. If if you want the players themselves, the idea behind that, it's almost like two separate games, really. The the world creation thing is, is there's games out for that already. Um, but the idea behind it being that would make be for it, the expansion pack. I'd put that off to the side. <laughs> and the expansion pack. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, uh, m making it the the place where you're going to uh. be playing your campaign completely personal to the players, where even the place names and the continent names and the kingdom names they're all in jokes that have to do with 
something that came directly from the players, like the drop T-shirts or the in, in a, on a much smaller scale. I think what some people do is that you grab your handful of whatever dice you're going to use and you just dump them out onto a sheet of paper, a big sheet of paper, and push them together until they're all touching. And then somebody else dumps out their dice and then push them towards the middle until they're touching. And then you pencil sketch around, and that's the continent. But that, t that presupposes that you'll actually be at a table that's with right. other folk as opposed to yeah. like our little world where it's voices in your head. Yeah. <laughs> Which I've gotten so used to voices in my head, I really hate the video things. Yeah. <laughs> video zooms, I turn it off. <laughs> oh my God, I feel, uh, I officially, officially, this is getting to be an old theme, but I feel old again. Mm. Because, <laughs> an old theme, I feel old again. I was watching, I wasn't watching, I was listening to uh, a YouTube MP3 transfer of uh, this group. I think it's Zeb DM. It's a weird little series that he I was listening to their to their Dungeon of the Mad Mage campaign. And I don't know how long ago this thing went up, but uh the DM of the, the first couple of episodes I'm like, all right, it's background noise, it's just voices in my head to distract me from what I should be doing. So I'm listening to their campaign and the, the DM is dry as toast when he's in the mechanical stuff, when he's in the uh, um, administrative player handling step-by-step -step mechanics of the thing. But holy shit, when he goes into NPCs, he's fucking fantastic. An Australian guy, uh, Zeb DM, recommended. But the but anyway the the players he, he put on some fight music during one of the encounters, and it was the da 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 da. Yeah, the classic from Star Trek. Star Trek, the yeah. old series fight music that they used again and again and again and again and yeah. again. Yeah. You know, and the there's there was a couple of there's a couple of young guys playing. You know. The campaign player characters and one of the guys says wow digging this fight music <laughs> this, this is pretty cool and the, the other kid says yeah it's uh yeah it's it's kind of it's kind of been her <laughs> neither of these guys had a clue where it was from and, I, and i'm thinking you gotta be kidding me i'm that old no, you're not that old. It's available Holy on shit. Netflix and any number of other streaming services they could walk. They could, no, no. So they were I, just clueless dipshits. Yes, yes. All right. Exactly. Okay. I, the, the thing is that there is so much Trek nowadays that they could easily miss it. That's because, true. Because, because you, because you, you have enough, uh, uh, enough segmentation in the, in, in the audience now. Oh, this is, yeah. It's a mega, it's a, it's a, megalithic franchise by now holy crap yeah even even scott johnson got it wrong the the uh scott johnson is a podcaster that's been around for like i don't know 20 years mm -hmm. or i don't know maybe that long mm -hmm. well, i used to listen to the instance when world of warcraft was new 
Mm-hmm. And he, he, that was one of his shows. He's got the Frog Pants Network. I got reminded of him because I was watching All Work, Wait, No Play. Is that Frog Pants as in clothing or Frog Pants as in sometimes what they do? <laughs> Could be both. Could. Anyway, go on. But uh, yeah, the, he jumped on the Dungeons and Dragons bandwagon uh, two years ago and started streaming um, a D&D game that he was playing. And one of the characters that popped up in that game was uh, a droid, a medical droid, that said, state the nature of your emergency, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that, that was uh, much like the hologram doctor from uh, Voyager. And he, and he was thinking, and, and he caught the fact that it was Star Trek, but he, he displaced it to Deep Space Nine. So it's like, oh, this is that, this is that uh, hollow drive from Deep Space Nine. It's like, and and he's he's got geek cred. He's he's got, I mean, he, he goes that back to that. Cred. If he if he if you made that kind of mistake, yeah. well then you're not canon. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, but yeah, there's just so much shit out there that uh, yeah, they could easily have. Missed the fact that that's yeah, what that was from. It's, it is weird though. Like I considered myself a pretty, pretty far from the casual Star Wars fan, but my nephew, we were talking about because I'm watching the Clone Wars, most of which I've never, I've not seen. Right. And and I'm just thinking, okay, these are cool adventures with uh, with Anakin and Obi Wan and whatnot. Between, I talked to my nephew, and he said, "Isn't it?" Because he was the one that got me to. He said, "You really need to give it more of a chance." Because I mean, mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. They said, yeah. it's really good. And uh, I'm watching the saga straight through, starting with Phantom Menace, and we've gone into the Clone Wars now, right. and we're going to go through all the everything and then finish off with Rise of Skywalker. Um, but but uh, he, go, he starts talking about the character, like the different Jedi, and wasn't it great when... Uh, uh, what the hell's the Jedi's name? Plo Koo or something like that. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Plo Koo, I don't, yeah. Plakun, I don't know who any of these people are. I mean, I know who they are, like in passing. Like, oh yeah, that guy was in a couple episodes of, of, uh, or we're talking about how awesome uh, D. Bradley Baker does. He does the voice of the clones, and I, I, I said that's one of the most impressive voice acting uh, feats of that show because he does. Even though he's using one voice for all the clones, he's got to make them sound individualized. Sometimes in the same scene where you've got two or three people. And they can do some things with, they're on different tracks. So they can pan them around and stuff like that. But still, for no the most challenge. part, you're dealing yeah. with, huh? No challenge. No. Wow. But, but still, you're dealing with, with some, he may have an older clone talking to a younger cadet clone, and they still have to sound like the same. Um, and he said, yeah, I can't believe the same guy that does those voices does Cad Bane. And I'm thinking, who the hell? Oh, Yeah. Okay, and then I just saw him again in an episode today, uh, and I was oh, that's Cad Bane, the bounty hunter. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But he knows these people, like, without even... Yeah. And I'm just, I was just blown away by that. I, I have become a casual, because I didn't dip full on into the expanded universe. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, now you're an outsider. Yeah, yeah now, seriously, I'm like, now I'm just <laughs> one of those guys who's seen the movies. Yeah. It's, em- <laughs> it's embarrassing. I will add, add, admit that I uh, uh, agree with him that uh, Clone Wars does get better as it, as it keeps going. 
Yeah, that's well. It's already they they have glimpses of I think what becomes more the norm uh, in the earlier episodes. There was a couple where the one where a clone has betrayed them, and a bunch of clones are going through and trying to figure out who was the traitor among them, and it gets into some deep issues. I'm going to spoil it. Not not who the traitor is, but I'm going to because I was like, wow, the one of the clones is hiding where he was at a given time that's important to their investigation. And they corner him thinking he's the traitor. And he says, no, okay, fine, fine. I, I wasn't, I, I didn't betray you. I was off uh, adding my, adding to my collection. And he pulls out a like string of Android fingers. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, holy shit, they're incorporating Vietnam issues Oh, or not just Vietnam, but that's where I first heard of it, where they collect yeah. like the ears or whatever of the, and and putting it in Clone War. I thought that is brilliant because because it's droids, nobody can say it. it's such a you know they're glamorizing the violence against humans. No, they're they're droids, but and yet mm-hmm. it's making the point. Yeah, the whole taking trophies thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just was I I love how they're they're really taking the wars of Star Wars into consideration mm. it, it's dark but it's awesome <laughs> gruesome stuff yeah yeah i'm 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 of that group that uh i'm, I'm of the uh you know that's just a short story glued to a waffle iron so, uh, point of view i know the first three movies you know that's it mm-hmm. I know the first three movies, the one that's 1977 and then the three, the two that came after. I think I caught, I think I caught the first two of the second three installments or something. And I was like, what is this, a fashion show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and didn't, I didn't take an interest because it was kind of like, you know, saturation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and moving on to other things or too busy or I'm just playing. A, a pain in the ass scumbag that's <laughs> not not interested enough, but uh, I, I I I did I did mention to some folks that have asked me about it. It's like, why why was it harder to be was it harder to be a geek in the seventies or a nerd in the seventies uh, uh, than now? And I'm thinking, no, it's harder now. Because you guys have so much shit to keep up with, as in you know, folks that are that are getting into some of this stuff uh, that are in their their teens and twenties. It's like the, the the past the past forty years have just been glutted mm-hmm. with one thing after another after another after another after. There's so many niche things that are. Loosely connected with uh, with uh, uh, to each other and with uh, a network of interlacing genres that it's kind of like it, and then throw anime into it and then throw RPGs into it and then throw uh, sci-fi authors into it and then throw TV series. It's like just it's almost like uh, be an expert on all the westerns that came out in the fifties and sixties. Go ahead. <laughs> because that's all they were showing. Yeah. It's amazing. Did we lose Nikki? Nikki, where are you? 
Have you been muted like? No. Oh, okay. I'm fine. Yes, no, I'm yes, fine. I'm fine. I'm a dame. I'm an el- <laughs> What was that faction? The elderly dames of passive aggression. Passive aggression, yes. <laughs> I'll just sit in the dark. I'm fine. Don't worry oh. about me. <laughs> you can I find them on Bellicose Slope in Panner Creek. <laughs> <laughs> or Zoo Little Road in Mommy Town. <laughs> <laughs> Play name, a uh, place name combination. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah, it, it's uh, I, you know, it it is. It's incredible. I don't know how anybody keeps up with anything anymore. I know I don't bother to try myself. Yeah, I can't. I just can't. Yeah, I mean, I was keeping up with all the Arrowverse shows for a a long time, as in I was watching them as they were coming on. But I couldn't much tell you anymore exactly which season, what stuff happened, of which show, what stuff happened in it any anymore. So it's you know, hmm. it's like I know Rosel Ghoul is is in there somewhere, and <laughs> this other guy's doing stuff here and there, and you know, and hmm. in which which seasons other other in, in like which. Which season Deathstroke is, is 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 a bad guy in? You know that. I don't I know get, anymore. I almost get kind of sad about that because there's so much to keep track of that you can't just you can't just I mean, enjoy the good story for its own sake now. Because yeah, I mean, people are like, oh, if it doesn't fit into the bigger world picture, then you know, I, I just like I was. I mean, thinking about it, that with Star Wars, even it's like you can't like that's. I heard people complaining about Rise of Skywalker. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I, yeah. I didn't think it was the greatest movie ever made, but uh, it certainly harkened back in a lot of ways to what got me into Star Wars in the first place. Which, as much as I enjoyed some of the concepts from Last Jedi, I can't really say that was the case with that movie. That movie. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, despite the humor, kind of took itself way too seriously. But then, for me, Star Wars has always been—I like it for the same reason I like Flash Gordon. It's just fun. Um, which is funny given what I said about Clone Wars a few minutes ago. But but uh, despite seeming to contradict, I don't know. Um, it reminds me of the Comedy Central. It was either Comedy Central or. I don't know who did it. That video that came out where the guy is in a, uh, in, a in a cafe, he's on a date with uh, um, this gorgeous supermodel type woman, who 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 claims, "Oh, I am such a nerd," and you th- and and he's uh, he's got his doubts, but he he mentions a few obscure what he thinks are obscure references, and she picks up on them immediately, and it's it's like as the date progresses. She outnerds this guy by like a thousand because he doesn't watch at. <laughs> you don't watch anime in the original Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> she's and she goes home to cry about what a dud date it was while she's <laughs> painting miniatures with her roommate. <laughs> Holy nice. I Where is find this that again. woman? <laughs> I got to find that. That was funny because it was like, yeah, there's there's a stereo there's a stereotype for everything. 
And then on on the other side, you 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 have the the like speed dating memes that were out ages back with you know the with the the guys like there. Okay, what's your what's your, which doctor is your favorite? Mine's the mine's the third. And then she says, "Oh yeah, I love Matt Matt Smith." At yeah. which point he 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 like turns turns back at his next. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Oh man! I mean, and, and, and you know, from a certain perspective, Smith is the third Doctor. If you yep. started with Eccleston, but <laughs> oh man, yeah. Not that I still dead wrong because David Tennant is the bomb. So there you go. Mm. <laughs> David Tennant is is pretty good. Of David yeah. Tennant. All hail David Tennant. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I will. I will pack my fangirlishness away now and just put it back, back in the box, back on the shelf where it belongs. No, this is not the place to do that. <laughs> well, that, that was part part of that. That's another part of the the segment that you said should be a, a expansion pack mm-hmm. for for the world creation thing. Mm-hmm. Was uh, coming up with the names of once you got the continent to to fill in the map for the world that the players are going to be in uh, by coming up with the names of four mountains, four rivers, four major wild environs, four countries, so, ocean names. Yeah, that would that to me still says part of the expansion pack. That's if you're going to play a longer campaign as opposed to a, yeah, yeah. Super quick, just throw it together and off you go, right? That's true because it would bog down. Uh, coming up with this level of detail, uh, right. they're all from scrambled letters of different things that have to do with the players. Like the four mountain names would be Mount, and then you come up with uh, you, you you ask the players for their favorite playbook or television program. You write those out. You grab the letters from that and try to come up with four different names using those letters, and then you do the same for rivers. Wild environments, countries, like letters from the clothes, that, the letters from the color of the clothing that they're wearing, mm-hmm. letters from their favorite authors, uh, scrambled letters from the full names of the players themselves for the countries, hmm. F- players' favorite movie stars for the oceans, major cities. You go with uh, a, an object or, so, or something that they, that's in the room that they're in. This would work out if you're not at the table. This would be okay for the digital over the over the over Zoom or just audio setup. Right. Four towns. Uh like Nikki, what's your favorite dessert? Sticky toffee pudding. Sticky toffee pudding. So you uh, taking those letters or even just using the name of the dessert itself. As one of the possibilities for four towns, Pudding Town, Sticky Corners, <laughs> Toffeeburg. There's three gotcha. towns already, and that's just one player. So, right. But you know that when you finally get to that location, or it's placed somewhere on the map, that the reason it's there is because that's your favorite dessert. It's not an intense buy-in <laughs> to the world. But as part of the world creation setting, it's just kind of fun. Right. And it also, you know, saves uh, it like you have participation in naming 
the world you're going to be in, but you yeah. also don't have to sit there and think it up completely by yourself. It's like you've been given a direction, and now you can go from there. Yeah, so. and when you got all the all the different letters or, or all the different desserts from different people, depending on how many players there are, it gets it gets to be a little easier. And as a collaborative effort, it can be knocked out pretty quickly. So between major cities, towns, and villages, like villages would be letters from uh, the favorite songs, and uh, and and you go from there. Margaritaville is too easy. <laughs> it's been done. It's been done. <laughs> so you might as well just put that at the top of the four villages. As, as Harvey Wallbangerville. Now nobody's got one of them. No, it's Bangers Hollow. <laughs> 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 and if you want to get down to the micro shit and name roads, then you just come up with pets the players have never owned, like Puma Road or Ostrich Road, Ostrich Road, something yeah, like that. The most exotic creature you can think of. Yeah. See, see, all of that to me, I love those directions, but that all says intricate expansion pack. Okay, or a separate thing entirely. Or a separate thing. Well, but again, like you, I, I feel like your original idea um, with the lists and the hundred D one hundred. That to me says Fast and Furious, right? Yep. In my head, anyway. I could be well, that's dead a whole wrong. Different I, that's just. Nikki. Come on, let's <laughs> this down. <laughs> <laughs> move along, move along, move along. But like when you first said it, that's that's that was my gut reaction is oh you just like throw and throw and you come up with these great great names and little character pointers and off you go and then you move along, and and it's about just constant rolling and being somebody else until you you know you say your piece and then you move on, and then this other part that you're talking about says to me if you're doing an actually prolonged campaign and you're developing a world and you're going to be there for a while. That's how I feel anyway. I could be dead wrong. But that's no, just... I think you're spot on. That's absolutely a, that's absolutely a thing. Because why bother to make a world with a continent shape, major cities, mountain names, river names, road names, town, you know, all that stuff if you're going to say, well, that was fun. <laughs> now what are we? Where, where if your quest is to go find the the horrid cheesy omelet of hag or whatever and <laughs> and destroy it? Yes. <laughs> one one of the one of the one of yeah one of the item types that I'm going to put in the D100 list for MacGuffins, mm -hmm. or it would be a comb that list would be a combination of it can be a MacGuffin or it can be a shopkeeper's item. In the general store, in the magic shop, or in the hmm. whatever, the buy everything you need here when you're done picking up torches and rope and stuff like that, mm -hmm. is colognes. Nobody sells colognes in these places. Colognes? Yeah. Like smelly things? Yeah. Oh. Minotaur musk. <laughs> I'm typing that down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I didn't have that one. I have. I have. Silky sweat. <laughs> Silky sweat. Silky sweat. Ill. Silky perfume. <laughs> Ode to gelatinous cube. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like nothing. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see all of this going into one thing. Although maybe a a delineation between basic and advanced stuff. 
Yeah, uh, I'm trying to keep it. Uh... Try to keep it uh, system agnostic too. Yeah. Just as in, yeah. I I got uh, I got eye watering sugar maple funk. Um, sliced onion, <laughs> sliced onion cologne. Um, which would be for sorrowful bards, singing weepy yeah. ballads. Um, bale of raw mint leaves. Oh no! You need. Do you remember? The, the perfume obsession. Okay. Obsession. Do you remember obsession? All those, all of the mm -hmm. the real yeah, commercials yeah. for it, and then yeah. all the send ups of it. So you need something that would take the place of obsession. And I just had to look up synonyms like compulsion or preoccupation, <laughs> mania, <laughs> ID fix, <laughs> tiger by the tail. <laughs> Tiger by the tail. Smells like campfire smoke. <laughs> it produces small wisps of actual campfire smoke coming out from under your clothing. <laughs> Just like that. Anyway. You'll never be any hotter. You'll never... <laughs> oh, man. Marketing genius. That's what you are. Marketing genius. <laughs> I can't type this fast. You'll never be... That's excellent. I love that. Smoking dragon love water. <laughs> Smoking dragon love water. Oh All right, then. Okay. Um, so yeah, the the, the you you, this would be uh. Uh, from the 100 list of items, it would be you're the shopkeeper. Fire brings the passion, of, <laughs> the flaming passion to you. Okay, I'll stop. <clears throat> the uh, um, if, if if you're if you're in the uh, the magic shop of um, Doctor Deeks, the acceptably cat-like, <laughs> and he's got uh, he's got items. He's got items for you for you to buy. And where the hell did I have it? Where is it? I was just looking at it. Oh yeah, the trap lock twenty one hundred. Everybody checks checks your traps on the door. But he sells a he sells a lock that is the trap, where it um sucks you in. Trap lock 2100 sucks in and traps any clever thief who tries to pick it. Trap lock. It sucks. <laughs> any thief will be transported to a room with a small cot, four water skins, a chamber pot, and a large sign on the wall written in common. Welcome. You are now the guest of, insert owner's name here, make yourself comfortable and await your release into the hands of the local authorities. Rush to your doom at 30% off. <laughs> That kind of thing. Mm. So that's going to be a. That's probably why I don't have it done yet. It's going to be a really long list. <laughs> you're coming up with all of these wonderful detailed items. Yeah, essentially, yeah. It's it's like okay, you're the shopkeep. You've got to role play the shopkeep with all his little uh, um, 
Well, but okay, if you're going to do that, but you gotta have like, what kind of shopkeeper are you going to be? Are you going to be like a mundane shopkeeper? Or are you going to be a magical shopkeeper? Are you going to be someone who just does little, you know, household items? Or are you going to be the tobacconist? Are you going to be the news agent? Are you going to be like you could how, you could break this down forever and ever. How much would careful. you pay? How much would you pay for this tobacco? <laughs> um, I wouldn't pay anything. I don't smoke. <laughs> Twice nothing is still nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so basically nothing. I would pay you nothing. Yes. I don't know. It's like even Jane that, Cobb that, was able to figure that one out. That gets tricksy. Like how how far and obviously, uh, yeah. you go as far as you wish. Uh, that's fine, but hmm. <laughs> it, it, a lot of it, of course, would depend on what the players have to go and find. I mean, if they're going to equip themselves for a dungeon crawl, they're not going to go to the tobacconist. You don't know that. That might be the magic tobacconist. I'm just saying. I'm only making a point. I don't know what point I'm making, but by God, I'm making it. It is a good point. There are very specialized <laughs> stores. There are specialized stores. I mean, you don't go to. You don't go to the uh, general On the other store. hand, I mean, if you're leaving it completely up to what you're rolling, maybe even if you're going on a dungeon crawl, you don't get the necessary stuff. You can just go and get a six-pack of paper straws from the general store and, you know, some a bag of humbugs and uh, <laughs> some jacks. I mean, that's all you get. And you don't get caltrops because nobody here makes caltrops. You can have a bag of jacks. That's all you're going to get. That's your weapon. That's your snack, <laughs> and you're gonna have to go on your quest with that, you know. Too bad. Yes, you too bad. For sucks to be you. you want the weapon, you get jacks. If you want the snack, you just have to add some crackers. <sighs> you started down this road. I. Should... <laughs> <laughs> you you didn't have to keep it going, man. No, you didn't. That's because Mickey went to the shop of Sal Hepatica, the unnecessarily moronic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Jason Sanborn is on there too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've decided if I ever run a fantasy campaign, at least one uh, shop for equipment expedition is going to have Frank Nelson as its proprietor. <laughs> it's going to have what? Sorry. Frank Nelson is a guy from from uh, used to be on the Jack Benny radio program, but you had this distinctive way of uh, so guy walks in, uh, uh, sir, sir, yes. Oh, okay, yes, I remember that voice. I, I didn't like know his name was Frank a, Nelson. A, a new sword? Would you now? <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Oh, it's, 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 uh, he was on The Simpsons too, right? Or his caricature was on The Simpsons. Oh, I don't know. I don't watch Simpsons. Oh, well, and an older Simpsons. Uh, that that voice. I didn't know it was Frank Nelson. That voice. He was one. He was a. He was a shop mm. a store attendant. Yeah. yeah. Do you right, always man, talk like this? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm having a stroke. <laughs> 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 Alexa, when did Frank Nelson die? Frank Nelson died on September 12, 1986, at the age of 75. Okay, so he wouldn't have been in The Simpsons, at least not him. I'm not saying there was, but, uh, yeah. What are you know, doing? I thought, he, I thought he was alive much later. Wow. Wait a minute. Did she say 1986? Yeah. Then he could have been. Simpsons. Been around a long damn time. Since, wait a minute. 
Oh, Simpsons came out in 89, right? No, I was still in college. Because we would watch it. Or 88, okay. But, we, I mean, I saw it when... Have, I was just curious if it was really him. I wasn't disputing what you said. They could have had anybody playing. Oh, he could I thought he could have been. He actually, been. when did they actually... I remember the very first Simpsons was actually snippets on the Tracy Ullman show. Yeah. When I was in college, and they were bright yellow, and they were really kind of mean and crass. And then from that, they got the Simpsons got their own show. Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. And but I feel like I was still in college, but maybe not. Maybe maybe it was eighty nine. Wow. Now everybody in, on Earth knows the name Homer Simpson, and um, Simpson. not nearly as many know the name Tracy Ullman. It's kind of sad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, she had some great moments, but some not-so-great moments, too, so that's, that's all true. right. That's true. That's true. Some of those early sketches were high frickin' hilarious, and then others just kind of went womp-womp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Though I did like her Ruby, her Ruby, the uh, the ex-makeup artist from, from the movie, the drunken older woman. <laughs> so, hey, a little greenie. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It was beautiful when Ruby's brought onto the set as an emergency fill-in of a porn movie. Oh, my God, it's so funny. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> so, so how many of you all recall her like musical career before that, though? Her one hit? Uh, yeah. That was actually, that was actually um, um, Kirstie McCall. Yes. So. Very good. Yes. Yeah, but she she did get uh, Paul McCartney for the music video, which was impressive. Did Damn. she really? Wait, what well, the, at the the like very end of it, yeah. They don't know about us. Yep. Huh. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, he's he he's in there for a few seconds, pretty much. But not yeah, the gorilla at the suit, very right? Because doesn't she have no, some guy no. in a gorilla suit? Ah. Possibly, uh, but it, it's like at the very end because uh, yeah, you you have the whole lead in where this is she's with this this one guy and it has the you know me and Paul all over everything and you're thinking that that he's Paul and then at the very end she's in the in the car with the me and Paul on the windshield and that and she's got Paul McCartney in the car with her. Oh, mm. wow. And and she was in uh, I don't know where the production was I don't remember it might have been plays in the park in Manhattan or somewhere else entirely she was uh, um, Kate in uh, Taming of the Shrew playing opposite uh, Morgan Freeman as Petruchio. No way! Wow! I think. <laughs> or Unless, did you dream it? Wait or did minute. I dream it? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm, I vague, I vaguely think I think that happened. I should I should look that up. I am trying to picture Morgan Freeman's voice speaking Shakespeare, and it's quite well. well this would have been like a long time ago. Ah. Hmm. This yeah, this would have been yeah when Morgan Freeman could literally lift. Uh, wow. Tracy Ullman. <laughs> now I want to know. She spice no yes. Where is it? How do you add a tab? You don't remember this, Adam? 
<laughs> no, Adam, I don't. Morgan, Freeman, Tracy, Oldman, Taming. <laughs> taming of oh the my god, Oldman. there's a video of it? No way. Taming the Shrew? Yeah, here it is. Was she any good? Oh, ta I, you know what I'm thinking? Because we were talking music. I'm thinking Kiss Me Kate. Okay, that makes much more sense, Taming of the Shrew. Hello. So <laughs> Taming of the Shrew with Morgan Freeman, Tracy Ullman. Year. Come on, year, folks. Where is it? It's not telling me the year. Tracy Ullman, Taming. Taming of the Shrew with Morgan Freeman. Full episode. What does that mean? Full episode. This is saying there's a review. Here we go. 1990? Really? Holy cow, 1990. And I said that was a long time ago. You were right. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was only, wasn't... 1990's only five years ago. Come on. <laughs> okay, Adam, whatever you say. <laughs> <clears throat> wow. Okay, yeah, all right. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Huh. So, uh yeah, that that that's that's pretty much all I got put together. The the the, the major uh, the major lists that I have to do are um uh, quests as in my brother was killed by such and such a faction go and get revenge for me or the uh, the the bubble blowing mace of lunacy has been stolen by <laughs> the foolish believers in the ostrich, which mm. you can find in Pelican Crossing. Go and get it back, or something like that. You know, so a hundred of those and a hundred MacGuffins, and then I'll I'll figure out something figure out something to do with all these D one hundred lists. Um, to put them together. Interesting predestination. If it's structured right, without uh, too much worry about um, all the finer details, and if you got the bare bones of how to just start out with an improv, just go with a fast-paced improv that involve all the results from your roles, then you could get, like, I need so many, I need this many results from rolling D100s from the players, and then you've got a predestined, plug them all in, and you've got a, pre, a, pre, a predestination question, as in, wow, the world was created last week when these people rolled these numbers, and tonight is when we're going to improv the results. That's cool. It's really weird, in a way. <laughs> the randomness <laughs> of it is just like, wow. Hmm. Just getting them lined up on a piece of paper and then uh, making all the selections from the different lists, you'd get it. You get a vastly different game every time, and depending on how good the players are at over-the-top improvisation and really pushing the uh, uh, character name reputations and the characteristics of the factions, how well can you? I, I don't know. How well can you portray a minion? Like one of the running monks of Paprika Temple. 
in in uh, in in tonight's um, uh, fast-paced uh, stupidity. <laughs> I don't know. Still working on it. Work in progress. I wanted to have a hell of a lot more ready, but uh, it it takes it took a long time to make some of these lists. Like, uh, mm. yeah. But they're fun. They are fun. Yep. Trying to well, keep them from along. being mundane. It is. It is. It's just trying to keep them from being uh, mundane and more leaning toward the humorous than anything else. So, so that's uh, that's how it could I, work. I Thank don't you. know why I keep feeling like you could go two completely different directions with it, and maybe even simultaneously. But taking what you already have, and you could just make it as fast and furious as. Um, oh shit! What are those things we always that we play with all the dice, and then you, oh, I can see it in my head. Fiasco, like, like literally where it's <laughs> where it's a one shot, and uh, you know where you you're just but you're you're just rolling from thing to thing, and you're creating your storyline as you go, and it's hilarious, right? Oh yeah, it would all or, be a, it would always be a one shot, yeah. Well, but see, in the other direction that you're talking about, I feel like that is more of a of a time commitment and an emotional commitment to creating a world and stuff like that so that would be more of an enduring story arc and or campaign like so you could you could do a fast and furious hilarious in a couple hours or you could with the expansion pack you could settle in And and you could create you know multiple worlds and multiple story arcs as you go, but it would take it would take more time and. Um, and you just setting for your excesses. In collaboration, etc. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. hmm. Hmm. That's all. That's all I'm saying. What is the what is the um? I'm gonna bring up the email. Let me bring up the email. What's in my inbox? Ooh. Presents. Toys. Toys and presents. I'm looking for Blind Geek's email. Where is it? There it is. Micro setting. What is that? Um, well, I, apparently there's a there's a company putting a bunch of them out through drive through RPG and they're calling them micro settings. They're like 25 page games and they're just like very uh i've not i've not seen any i've not i just like the the phrase so i borrowed it for uh this one shot i'm working on it's a um the guy that did the amazing pulp adventures uh that was on our Mm -hmm. podcast t glenn bain um for his yeah i gotta find that list again if anybody comes up with that link, I'd, I'd I'd love to find that list again because he had a similar. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I I asked you a oh, question and I'm derailing uh, you already. But his <laughs> list of scenarios, that was fantastic. He had oh, that yeah. list of, of possible scenarios that uh, 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 game uh, m- plots, mini plots. Um, oh the, well, let's see. He had. A bunch of adventure ideas in the book, but I don't think that's what you're talking about. It um, might be what I'm talking about. I don't, I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and look at it again. But that was terrific. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But anyway. this was this. He had these things on his website for a while um, that he called ten cent copies, and they're kind of 
to emulate you know the the old pulps that you could buy but what they were were they were settings he had thought of but he and he'd kind of written them out just in the barest bones no pun intended for once of what the setting would be and some stats like this one just has the basic premise uh it's called the streets of Samhain and the idea is you you play outsiders who hunt the creatures of the night and um the idea is that you know monsters are secret no nobody in modern society knows that they really exist except for a few people who uh through hard live through uh, teenagers through hard living who've gotten themselves in accidents or whatever involving the monsters and basis there is they've been conscripted into an organization called the outsiders that fight the monsters uh you of course are are through uh the rest of the world your your character is dead their history is gone they've basically like men in black um except and uh <laughs> it's one of those things you just have to take you know don't try to analyze the why of it everybody in the outsiders has uh, it comes equipped with their own muscle car uh <laughs> and so you are okay yeah, it, and, and so you're fighting monsters uh, in your, in your, and a lot of the monsters use muscle cars too. Muscle cars are used because they are built like tanks, and they're also, you're off the grid, so a muscle car doesn't have any computerized parts to, to, uh, to track or to keep track of you as an outsider. Um, and you... But it looks fun. It's very much just an action. I'm not doing it that much justice in my description, <laughs> but uh, but it is. It looks like a lot of fun. Hmm. Have you heard? Have you heard or uh, uh, have you tried any actual play yet, or have you heard any? Uh, no. Um, Ooh. But I got the. I mean, the, the setting as he published it is it's uh, mostly just the premise. He gives you some tips on making characters and then on how to turn your own city into a dwelling for the for the monsters that your characters will come up against. Like, uh, you know, if you have an abandoned, if you have an old graveyard, fill it with some, some uh, ghosts and shadow people, which are in the and then the rest of most of the setting is just a uh, is some stats for beasts that you can I just like the idea of these people going up against a motorcycle gang of werewolves that are of uh that yeah, just sounds like fun so or that or that kind of thing monsters with loud mufflers <laughs> monsters with mufflers that <laughs> Sissy vampires, we've got glass pack mufflers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. If you got something, if 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 uh, if, if you got something like that ready and handy um, um, for uh, for a one shot, then then we're all gonna look at you and say, <laughs> hey. What dice do I need? Thirty-six. <coughs> All right. <laughs> and I will have pregens. <laughs> <laughs>
Although I might let I oh, might let you cool. I might let you pick uh, the car because I don't know that much about muscle cars. That'd be cool too. Only hey. I know. Only I know about muscle cars, and I'm probably wrong because I think he drove to Formula One. TV Tommy Ivo, famous racer in the 1960s, and the only reason I know that is because he was a rare bubblegum card that everybody was busy collecting. Of course, I'm also I'm also getting back into Savage Worlds because the new Deadlands Kickstarter is is. Uh, it's up and running, so that yeah. might, depending on how long it is till we need our next one shot, that might happen as well, because I've got the bug. You coming back to that system? I don't know why. I mean, I've only played it the the one time, mm -hmm. but uh, it was. Oh no, I played it twice because I played it at that convention. Uh, it was fun. I like it. I want one of holding dice tray. <laughs> Although I got a it's very nice, I got a very nice uh, uh, for my for my birthday. I got a very nice dice tray. Yeah. And he and he had uh, and he had sent away to. Uh, I think this one actually it it, it was one of those Etsy things from uh, Europe. Ooh. Some guy putting together. Um, in the in the in the same style and vein as wormwood, only not like, <laughs> not like bull-nosed zebra wood, <laughs> mm -hmm. or whatever uh, other exotic hardwood that they make their stuff out of. No, this was just regular. You know, okay, it's it's wood. <laughs> Relax. It's got elven runes on the side. It's themed. It's nice. It's a dice tray, and it's beautiful. You don't wow. need to spend $160 for a dice vault or whatever the hell they... Yes, you do. Holy crap. Yes, yes you do. Nikki, go <laughs> ahead and visit Wormwood and see what they charge for their shit. Worm, oh, Wormwood. my God. Worm. At W-Y-R-M. Oh, of course it's with a Y. Yeah. Worm, Wormwood. Wormwood. Uh, film Kickstarter uh, dice tray. The Worm... Wormwood dice tray. Let's see. Oh. Spalted tamarind for a mere $175. <laughs> do we have? We have the pathetic purple heart personal dice tray at a mere $160. I can't be bothered. However, no, it's the, not bespoke. No. The black poison wood dice tray. Poison wood. <laughs> I like the name, but it's too cheap at $100. No, I don't think so. That's poultry garbage. They do really. have a lovely Macassar. Macassar. How do you say this? Ebony. Tabletop dice tray, darling. You know, when they're promoting... Um, 85. <laughs> when they're promoting those things on, on Critical Role, they don't know how to pronounce that either. Well, because it's like they always it, have arguments over. Wait a minute, Macassar oil. Macassar oil. It was Macassar oil. You would oil your hair down. Why you would do this, I don't know. But whatever, Macassar oil, and you would have anti. Then it should be anti Macassars, right? As opposed to anti Macassar. So this wouldn't be Macassar. It would be Macassar, would it not? Anyway, mm -hmm. this is almost worth your notice because it's two hundred eighty-five dollars. So we'll consider it. Two eighty-five. 
darling, it's Macassar Ebony. Yeah, oh, please. Oh my God. <laughs> they also have these wonderful gemstone dice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> but other than that, okay, I'm sorry. These are bloody rectangle boxes. They are some, some like quarter inch thick three sixteenths inch thick lovely plain wood it's been oiled up very nicely whatever good They're, for them yeah. for finding a niche but it's not yeah, yeah they got masterwork stuff but holy crap but and, they're, and they're just it, rectangles i know but it takes skill it does take skill to work with hardwoods like that hello we'll mr cigar that. box i'll just use a cigar box shall i uh anyway yeah. that's well, because i'm so d class a and I, I really am. Ooh, polyhedral dice set. That's cool. That's probably like... Anyway. So, but that's the style. That Yeah, it's a rectangular box, and, and I'm uh, pretty positive that... And I hope <gasps> Auntie Ed didn't go anywhere near... I'm pretty... Yeah. I hope Auntie Ed didn't go anywhere near the Wormwood price range with that. Because I don't, I don't get to use Well, but it. if she did, by God, you deserve it. <laughs> That's right. It's good enough for me. It, so I just I just found a little something something that I want. Um, I just put it in the chat. <laughs> Excuse me. Wait a minute. Let me look at this. Do they have it in silver? They don't have it in silver tone because these are genuine bronze. <laughs> oh, they're super cool. God, I want them as rings. Can I see this? Let me see this. Can I paste? Can I paste this? If I it's click on those shipping. links directly, it opens up something that... Summit dice? Those are caltrops. <laughs> or polyhedral dice. You be the judge. But, but apparently they're cast bronze. Oh my god, $150. Yeah, but they're really, really pretty, and you could wear them as rings. You could just like wire them onto a, a band. Ooh, the the close-up shots are really nice. Aren't they sweet? Well, I wonder if these are, are these printed. gorgeous little swirly, pointy, wiry-looking things that they're calling dice. I don't really believe that, but whatever. But they look, I guess, technically they have numbers on them. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, I'd have a hard time picking them out as in, roll your D20, D10 real quick. Which yeah, <laughs> it'd be really tricky. Oh, crap, how many spiky, pointy, <laughs> metal things are on the D10 and this thing? <laughs> And don't drop it on the floor and step on it because you would be really sad. Yeah, every one of these dice is a caltrop. This is yeah. like, wow. But aren't they festive? I really like them. Wow. They're 3D printed metal. But they're really cool. Summit dice. Vortex polyhedral dice at 150 beans. Holy shit. Never in a million years. <laughs> I would not. You can I'm buy sorry. an individual die. Oh, they have an individual die page. One die is $50. Wow. This is bespoke dice. I mean, this is just nuts. Anyway. Where is this you're all looking at? Uh, summitdice.com. I put the one link of the thing that I really want is in the chat window. Okay. Yeah, it's a long, uh, the specific thing is a really long link. I copied I and pasted it. it. There we go. Sorry. I'm so I didn't realize it was so long, but... Uh. No, I should be able to just click on it in the chat, but when I do that, it brings up some other version of uh, a browser oh. that won't work with it. Yeah, there's, yeah, there are some weird dice there. Yeah, that... Oh, wow, yeah, those are neat. 
but they're pretty, right? Yeah, they are. <laughs> they probably suck as dice, but by God, they're pretty. <laughs> I could really, I could see why I would have a hard jewelry. time reading them. I mean, I, I can see where the numbers are, but I would have a hard time. Well, reading that's the when you need your bespoke use. jeweled um, magnifying glass with light <laughs> right. that you could pull over so that you could uh -huh. read your die. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. But I have to say, those are that 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 particular those designs just are really pretty. I think. Yeah, I keep going back to the um, I keep going back to the Hero Forge site. Mm -hmm. I'll put the link in. Hero Forge. Yeah, it's in it's in the chat now, because of that uh, Kickstarter that they did, where they got like five times over funded for it. Um, where you get to. I mean, they already have the setup where you, you you can choose all these different races. Oh, right, right, these oh, guys, right. Sizes, yeah, but they did the Kickstarter for okay. Now that you've made the shape, now you can color it in. <laughs> so they're going to have this page reset up or modified to the extent, or they're going to have a tab down the side again. So okay, now color it in. So that uh, you so essentially before they even print it, you painted it. That's pretty wild for you know, as far as I'm concerned. Just this just this interface where you're turning the thing around and you can zoom in on it yeah. and all the rest of that stuff. That to me is fan freaking tastic. I think that that is all super neat, but I have to admit I'm I'm not drawn to miniatures. I I maybe because I wasn't I don't know, wasn't raised with them or didn't have little toys yeah. like that. I don't know what it is, but I, I think they're neat. But they don't call to me like, ooh, you want this. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I see them, I mean, I see them as, uh, I don't look at them as game pieces. I look at them as this is the statue of your character. Pretty much. Which makes sense, but I'm never that clear cut in my head. <laughs> ah, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, but I appreciate it. I really do appreciate it. And, and the detail is pretty amazing i have to say yeah I've, I've never seen an actual one up close and personal considering they're an inch tall i think they're an inch tall depending on what size you get mm. um i don't know how much you could actually pick out with the naked eye anyway but th yeah. this was a time sink for me well for once again you would bring days. over your hand wrought bespoke magnifying glass with light <laughs> that's right so you could <laughs> 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 ah, anyway. Oh uh, yeah. Silly. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't have it like fully ready to like try out as a as a as a game, but still working on it. And thank you, thank you very much for checking out what I got done so far. Well, you know, I think it's fun. Keep going. I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna try uh, fleshing it out and maybe even adding uh maybe even adding um. Uh, illustrations because I've been during this uh, downtime thing, this mm -hmm. forced uh, whatever. Mm. I've been uh, trying to keep up with my graphics skills. Um, so uh, during the day, I've been going through and doing all these, um, doing all these uh, Blender tutorials and trying to finally, after ten years genuinely seriously learn blender mm. yeah and, and 
Actually, I'm, I'm trying to find a link to something. Yeah, and it, it, if, if I'm going to spend bundles on dice, I would go to one of the links that I just posted here. Ooh. I'm going to cough a second. Hang on. Be right back. Mm -hmm. Dwarven stones. Okay. Two different places? Yeah. Yeah, for some reason, it's not coming up as a clickable link for me. This stuff I, in chat. So yeah, I, it, is it, that it doesn't in, in a Zoom, so yeah. And then Norse Foundry. Did we lose Eric? He got very quiet. Oh, I'm just... Were you sleeping? Out. You were sleeping, weren't no, you? No, no, no. You I were, was... weren't you? You were sleeping. If you must know, I was reading about how to shuffle cards. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah, there was some so, so some books that had stuff similar to, to, to this that had, like, uh, dice made from jade. Yeah. I really wanted at one point or other, and I, I couldn't afford them at the time. I'm not seeing anything here now, but... I had like seen Malachite. not from this company, yeah. but years ago I'd seen a set made from, made from, made from, made from uh, Labradite. No, what's uh -huh. the other one? There's Labradite and something very similar to Labradite that I can't think of right this second. And but it has that inner glow and streaky bits and everything, and yeah. I was like, oh man, yeah. Um, <laughs> there was also some uh, cast in so that it. They looked like they were made out of pure silver, which which is my bag. Uh -huh. I don't like gold tones. I'm a silver person. And, is that uh, is uh, that the hematite ones? Maybe. No. Well, those were also stone. No, they they had been cast in different metals, so you could get right. brass, you could get bronze, you could get. It wasn't sterling silver, but it was some sort of silver plate or some silver-ish tone. And I was I was all kinds of about that. <laughs> so, yeah. But I couldn't you know I couldn't afford any of them, but. Uh, oh wow! Oh, here's oh the the, the for the, the the really really garish ones, uh, on the Norse Foundry one, the second page, top middle, the Mardi Gras Imperial Jesper Trust Stone seven piece RPG dice set for ninety five dollars. <laughs> Bargain! Oh, what? Well, let's see. I have to go to the second page, eh? Oh. Yeah. The clear ones are awfully sweet. They they look like Jackson Pollock made dice. It's I mean it's. I'm still hung up on page one. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, there's some glow in the darks. Uh -huh. <laughs> How do I get to page two? Oh, there it is. Page two. Okay. Yeah. Oh my. Am That's I like right? You put all the rocks in the crusher and <laughs> stuck them all together again. They yeah. do look like Jackson Pollock dice. Wow. Opalite, Opalite would talk to me, except that they used a gold font on them instead yeah. of a silver. Oh, you could get an Opalite with a black font. That'd be all right. Wow. These are sweet. Oh, with the little tiny carved wood box to keep them in? Mm -hmm. Really? I should hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also the tricolor turquoise. Those are festive, too. Yeah. White Howlite. I think they just like saying... How light? How, how light? It's hard to say. Yeah. Wow, those are really nice. Yeah, some of these are just beautiful. I mean, some of the. Hmm. I could see going for maybe some of the amethyst ones or uh, the lapis lazuli. The amethysts are quite pretty. In this particular picture, they're quite pretty yeah. because of the way the light comes through them. Yeah. What about stained glass dye? That would be nice. Hmm. Wonder if that could be done. 
very carefully. <laughs> I probably know someone I could ask. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I I haven't been in, in like direct touch with her for a a uh, while, but I kind of know someone who works at the uh, at uh, Flame Run here in in Louisville. That's Is that a, a hot glass, a place? glass. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they 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 do a, a bunch of hot glass art and all that kind of thing, and then for the holidays, a lot of thing where you can come in and like blow your own ornament and all that kind of yep. thing. Yeah. Fun. Ooh, I'm liking Ooh. the Norris Foundry ones best. Here's the they have metal to here's the metal die. Oh Ooh, the God. Bifrost metal ones. Ooh, the Bardic purple. <laughs> Those are nice. Yeah. But I'm sorry, these are all really lovely. But the ones that I found the the those caltrop dice those are the ones mm -hmm. that are really talking to me yeah, <laughs> yeah. i can see that <laughs> the shapes of them were so cool Ooh, okay the lycanthrope silver metal die set they're only 35 dollars wait from 35 dollars what does that mean does that mean per die from 35 yes that's right probably for the d4 35 for just the d4 uh, for for standard seven piece is 35 dollars Oh, Leaves pack okay. eleven piece. Oh, see, go for the eleven piece because it's forty five dollars. So, <laughs> so they're yeah. silver with red, red letters. Wow, the misfit die are pretty fun too. This is a fun, dangerous site. Thank you so be, much, Mark. The, uh, <laughs> you're you're absolutely welcome. The uh, Ooh, now, the now that I'm really looking metal. at it, the yeah. uh, on the on the Norse Foundry site, the uh, the uh, Phoenix Lapis seven piece set looks really neat the, the 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 kind of two two two-tone blue wait i have to go back this is in the metal i'm still in the i'm in i mean in the the stone the gemstones yeah I, yeah I, it's it's the second page it's on the right a couple of i have a, to a admit i like the queen's treasure metal because it's that iridescent opalescent yeah. thing going on all right so let me go back to uh go back to dum 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 Aluminum, you wouldn't even know you were carrying them. The boulder, the gemstone in gemstone? Yeah, the uh it's on page two, right side, two or three down. The uh Phoenix Lapis seven piece. It's this really neat dark blue, light blue swirl kind of thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I see that. Huh. Very watery colors, very oceanic. Hmm. hmm. The like D ten and D twelve, uh, the 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 or the D twelve rather the D twelve and the D twenties look look like. Keep going down the page worlds. to near the bottom on the same right hand side, the purple fluorite. Ooh. <laughs> Where is it? Is it's two 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 more rows below, or it's the second row below what at least on my page below the phoenix. Ah, oh, it. Okay, I, I just realized realize that I'm. Which one is it again? The purple fluorite. Purple fluorite. Yeah. It should still be on page two, and it should be uh, two rows below the one you were looking at. And it, again, it's purpley and greeny, but it's the yeah. fluorite stone. Yeah. I Surely it's not giving mine a different order than yours, because... Well, okay. You so found I mine, had so... Phoenix Lapis, and then the next row yeah. was Jasper, picture yeah. Jasper, pink cat eye, right. pink cat's eye. And then oh, below oh. that is Pork Stone, whatever the hell that is, purple cat's eye, and purple fluorite. 
Okay, it's it's it skips some of because mine after 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 the uh, the pink cats the after the 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 next row down was the same as you mentioned the 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 the, the two jasper ones and the pink cat's eye right and then it gets me purple cat's eye pyrite green imperial jasper and pyrite red imperial jasper whoa it mixed so it changed it around for you huh or for me somebody's changed around well that's a bummer well let me look around what tell, tell me what it was one more time it's the uh, purple fluorite. Purple fluorite. Let me go back to page one. F-L-U-O-R. Fluorite. Yeah. yeah. Purple fluorite. Go back to page one. The ruby zoist is pretty nice, too. Zoicite. Zoicite. Russian Amazonite. There's just some pretty stones out there. Let's face it. Huh. That's interesting. It's showing you stuff that, and and you're on the Norse Foundries one, right? Yeah, I'm on. Huh. And I'm on page two. That and actually, is... it's showing me more this time than it did last time because last time it ended with the howlite, and uh-huh. now it's showing me lab white labradorite. And yellow cat's eye is the last thing I'm seeing. So I don't know. Ooh, the aquamarine. It's, <laughs> it's like ooh. It's like the the like Phoenix the like Phoenix lapis dice with more gradient. But now I have to go look at their little boxes, their little dice boxes. Yeah. Blue turquoise look nice. Can we have a Kickstarter fundraiser campaign campaign to buy us all fancy schmancy dice? <laughs> yes. As, <laughs> and and cute little You're hexagonal going to, dice send boxes. us money and we're gonna go buy dice with them. Yes, we yeah. are. <laughs> Fancy schmancy dice oh, and a cute little box too. Give ourselves ninety day, ninety days to ra- to raise two or three thousand dollars, and by the end of that ninety days, we may have uh, actually gotten sixty dollars. Well, I think it, I think it would be worth it. <laughs> I think or by God we've all earned these sexy dice and a sexy hex chest to put them in. Or two dollars and a pat on the head. <laughs> Okay. Your ninety days are up. The didn't exactly fund you hundred percent. What is true metal versus regular metal? What does that mean? True metal. What the hell is true metal? It never lies to you. Look. <laughs> true metal dice set. It tells you you look fabulous. Copper, Hydrous, stainless scorch, steel, titanium, bismuth. We know it's bismuth. Ooh, if brass, you, bronze, how much would you pay? Oh, yes, you do look fat in that. How much would you pay for seven titanium <laughs> dice? Um, how much would I pay, or or how much do you want? How much do you think they want for seven uh, titanium it, dice? I'm 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 looking at it right now, and uh, if I had a lot more money than than cents, <laughs> I might I I might pay this much for titanium dice, but uh, five ninety nine. Like $450, my sweet, hey. for seven uh-huh. tiny Mine, Mine's only dice. showing 400 That's weird. Well, well I'm looking at the Hydra's Forge. So oh, gotta, okay. That's a whole other thing. Spend. Yeah, the Hydra's $50 for the coating. Yeah, if you get it without the coating, then it's only 400 which is a bargain, really. But <laughs> $400 to $450 mm-hmm. oh, for oh seven Dice. <laughs> Damascus steel. Oh wow, that oh. was those would be nice dice to have. I'm I, sorry. I like Damascus steel. Tungsten polyhedral dice. 
is five hundred dollars. Tungsten, Jesus Christ! You're not Tungsten. going on a commando raid with these things. <laughs> says you. Says you. <laughs> Wait, the Damascus steel That's mine doesn't have an the image. The gadgets in the, uh, huh. in the Sex Lies and Ultra Spies game revolve around dice. Those would probably have been made of tungsten. Had tungsten been around in the nineteen? Well, it probably was actually. I'm only seeing. Where's the Damascus steel? The only one I'm seeing is for a D20, and it's it not. Does it, oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Seven Damascus steel, four hundred dollars. Yep. Actually, tungsten was around, but I don't know if they used it as armor. That's very streaky looking. Because Tom Lehrer yeah. mentions it in his Elements song. Because it's folded. Is that why you like that? It's something. It's something. It, there, there's something to do with at least with the or, or, or original Damascus steel. There was something to the to the forging of it that yeah. caused that pattern to it and I'm not sure if they if anyone has ever recovered the method of how it was done or they just made it look like it but hmm. I mean because I used to be able you know back in the as you remember the old Bud K catalog days yep. when I would order all kinds of crap out of that <laughs> you could get knives and all these other things sure. with the Damascus steel pattern on them so yeah, these are that tactical was, dice that was Bud K <laughs> That wasn't real Damascus steel. <laughs> no, almost certainly not. I mean, no, nothing almost. that I love nothing how you're I could the afford. The doubt. No, <laughs> nothing that I could not. afford. Probably was gonna be, was it. it was bloody Bud K. It wasn't. Was it was, it? <laughs> no, nothing I could afford would be real Damascus steel. Those those would be worth a freaking fortune. Fifteen ninety nine. No ups and downs. <laughs> I just googled most expensive dice set sets. Uh -oh. oh dear! Yeah, and uh, just randomly came up with it. This is an Etsy offering. Okay. This is not. This is not what. So first of all, the the price on it is seven hundred forty nine dollars. Cheap. Too cheap. Throw and it back. Vine style. It looks very you know kind of similar to those spiky ones that you were looking at earlier. Yeah. Vine style metal hollowing dice. Hollowing dice, whatever that is. COC dice set. I don't know what the COC is. Can you send for. a link to that? I'll try that. I'll what is this it. message that you put in the chat? What is that? Oh, that was a. Uh, uh, I did a video uh, message to the folks up north. I'm killing two birds with one stone. It's like sending them graphics. But I did that video. To learn Blender better. Oh. So I yeah I put that together from a YouTube tutorial. And uh, and and sent that up to the folks at the. Uh, Look the at store. you. Oh, Adam, so that looks great. I'm getting better. You surely are. I'm getting better at it because with the right people it. teaching it. It's getting better. Mm. Wow, that looks fantastic! Line geek, it's 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 an animated towel that folds by itself with a stick. With a stick, a there's stick a stick moves it around and folds it, and in the end, it's got a, a message on the towel, like it's part of the towel, that says tells everybody to to go jump off a cliff and hang there. No, that's not what it says, Adam. Oh, it actually tells them all stay safe, stay you know, stay healthy. Yeah. Oh, I think I found the the Etsy thing, vine style metal, hollowing. Yeah, three to five business days from China, and that's not the part. And and looking at it, it's like, well, okay, whatever the hell it's made of. Here's the link. It's 
Like that so. actually doesn't look as smooth and polished as no, my $150 ones. Well, what gets it? me is it's got 59 shop reviews. It's like 59 people. I'm surprised that if 12 people, but 59 people so far have found sales. these dice and paid $749. Unless that they're just the, the random people who go off and, and do reviews like you're paid per review. It could be. This yeah. is really not polished at all. It's very grainy. Yeah. I'm no piffle. It's piffle. Away with it. Seven hundred fifty dollars for dice. Can't There's a Norse. No. A lot of Norse foundry stuff is up here with their four hundred and five hundred dollar dice. Bakarak dice for four ninety from Scully and Scully Bakarak crystal. Insane. <laughs> Ooh, I like the look. Um, I don't know if you all are getting the same similar items that I am, but one, one of the ad ones up at the top of the the page, the uh, the, the like blood splattered D and D wood, whatever. Oh, mine's not like showing 25. that. Twenty five. Twenty five. Let me yeah. let me click on it, and I'll post it into the. The world's most expensive dice, an incredibly valuable Roman glass gaming die, was sold in 2003 at auction by the famous Christie's Auction House yep. for ready $17,925. I remember that one. Blue, green, and color. That's just a little blurb. That, that uh, particular die a couple of years ago. Uh, I'm saying a couple of years ago. Hell, yeah, I've it was some nine. time. Yeah, it was... <laughs> It was big. It was big, big news at at the, at time. the time. Yeah. Wow. Wow. There's the D twenty forged from nineteen karat twenty yeah fourteen karat gold that looks like the very pointy stuff, but I don't like gold. I want silver. Anyway, um, looks like wood grain. Actually, it looks like chalk. The blood spired one. Yeah. So when, why am I still not seeing the blood one? Blood I just put the uh, the oh, uh, link go directly to it in the. Oh, thank you. Okay. Coming back over here. Do, 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 do. Materials, wood fill, PLA, polyurethane, antique white wood stain, Cabernet wood stain. So yeah. I'm not sure what it's actually supposed to be made from, but... Oh. For $25, it's worth finding out. I mean, that, oh, it's, I mean uh, if you're going to get a they're custom They're like 3D set. printed. Oh, okay. They are very grainy live. They look very grainy as well. They do, yeah. But... Uh, wood grain. Yeah. I wonder if somebody carved those or cut them out of. Maybe that's why they look. Those so are they're supposed grainy. to be three D. They're so so supposed to be three D printed. Oh, all right. Huh. Huh. I mean, I'm just having fun rolling dice in my. Yeah. <laughs> in your lovely dice tray. And they sell blanks for twelve dollars. Wow. Okay. They're not splattered. They're streaks. They're yeah. blood streaked. What's <laughs> I am the poo poo naysayer of the universe. Oh, and and and, and it's and it's uh, twenty five dollars just for the D twenty. A three piece set is forty dollars. The five piece set is fifty five, and the seven piece set is seventy. I found. Oh, damn! Really? Except yeah. It's sterling, but wait, this is sterling silver, but it doesn't look very impressive. I just found a sterling silver set. Also, actually, Nikki. What? <laughs> um, what? it's red paint. It's not actual blood. Well, then I don't want it. Take just it back. Let, you know, just say. <laughs> oh, this is a huge. I'm so sorry. I had no idea that this URL is so freaking huge. But I just found sterling silver, but they look very unimpressive. But they want $995 for them. No, what? 
Well, because they're sterling silver, darling. And you get seven of them. <laughs> but they don't look sterling silver. You know what? I don't want it. Take it away, Etsy. Take it away. And and for for sterling silver, those are just kind of plain, too. They're very plain and very meh. Meh. You know, just like meh. Yeah. Sadness. If I'm going to pay $1,000, I want them to be flash. I want to be evil chaotic. 6.5 troy ounces of jewelry grade sterling silver. But it doesn't look it, does it? Meh. 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 I mean, the... Then again, keep in mind most of the uh, of the silver that I find is in old is is in old coins anymore. So, you go yeah, hunting I, for old coins. Well, uh, I inherited my uh, grandmother's coin collection from a while back. Oh, did you really? Yeah, and uh, well, it, I mean, she actually died decades a, a, ago, but my parents were uh, have been busy in, emptying the. the uh, they've been they, they've been been busy downsizing downsizing, and so they just right. said. Uh, here, do you want these old coins? And I kind of, I, I kind of caught the the uh, the uh, bug from that. And, I, and she, she I love them. One I think jar. coins are really cool. Not as a true collector or anything, just as an appreciative yeah. observer. I, I, mean, I mean, she she had this this old jar of just uh, mostly like old old silver coins, uh, a few odd 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 things like uh, buffalo nickels and that kind of thing, and a couple mm -hmm. of odd of other odd oddities, but a lot of old silver in there too. Uh, old silver dimes, both the old uh, Roosevelt and uh, the Hermes one. Um, or, or, um, no, the, not um, Hermes, what's it called? The Mercury dimes, yeah. Mercury. <laughs> and uh, I had, she had a couple of uh, walking, a, a, a couple of uh, of a peace dollars and a couple of old, uh, of old Morgan dollars. Mm. And uh, and she had a uh, Benjamin Franklin half dollar, which I happened to have an, an, another one come into my hands at work not too long ago. And I, of, of course, got that changed out so that I could add it to my collection, too. And I've just, I've been, yeah. That's cool. So I've, I've, I've been... Uh, especially with, with 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 the old silver thing, I have a, a, a bunch of silver quarters too. No, uh, none of the uh, old old ones. They're all, mm -hmm. all like Washington quarters. But yeah, it's. I have a I have a couple of the I have a couple of Liberty dollars, but apparently uh -huh. years ago I took them to a, a coin dealer. Yeah. And they're only worth the amount of silver in them. Yeah. And they even though they're from like 1887 or whatever it is, they're not the rare liberty dollars that right, collectors right. want they're just you know but it doesn't yeah. matter i just think they're cool although so. but part of it is certain key dates part of it is the condition of the coins if right. they were like if 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 they were like near mint they would probably be be worth more than just the silver and cost these were actually out in the world being yeah traded and spent and stuff like that so they and had wear and that kind of thing yeah. the d20 where the one is replaced by the word fuck <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun one. Who doesn't, right? <laughs> That'll do nicely. <laughs> they call this the F-bomb D20 die. <laughs> Eloquently expresses the frustration for any poor bastard unlucky enough to roll the dreaded one during game night. <laughs> that cracks me up. <laughs> of course, if you're, if you're using a roll low system, 
It's an elation. Not, not <laughs> I just thought you would appreciate that. Well, I think that's really cool that you've got this coin collection and that yeah. you're. Uh, are you going to yeah. turn some of it into jewelry or anything, or is it? Oh is no, it, no. no. They're, they're all going in, into their own little polyurethane bags and labeled and all of that. And I, I've started collecting into other odd, odd, oddball stuff. I found uh, one of the uh, the uh, the Etsy shops mm -hmm. where we were, were selling like things of, of of like twenty foreign coins from various places for like seven bucks. So I got mm -hmm. a, a couple of things of uh, those, and I I, I got those in. Some of the more interesting stuff in in that was I I, I got a uh, 1920 uh, British penny, mm -hmm. you know the ones that are about the size of a of a U.S. silver dollar from the same era. Yep. Oh, I saw your Facebook huge. post. Yeah. Show the picture. Yeah. Yeah, Somewhere those are huge. From one of my, I think my first trip mm -hmm. to the U.K. back in 1984, before they before they'd switched over. Yeah to the current system and they were still using, I had a thruppence. Oh, I nice. had, I had, yeah, I actually, I have a thruppence somewhere and I had a tuppence mm -hmm. and, um, no, that's not true. It was, it was pence. And then I, I had a thruppence and then yes. Yeah, and a half shilling mm -hmm. and, um, shilling coin something like that and nice. so yeah, when i went back so that was 84 and i didn't go back till 96 and when i went back right. in 96 they changed over right so, ah uh, <laughs> and also my first trip to europe was in 82 and they went to the euro <laughs> so it was uh -huh. like all my i've had coins left over from italy i had lira and stuff like that that mm -hmm. all disappeared right so i got a I couple of, of i those, still have yeah. a few of those and i still have a few francs and i have a mm -hmm centime or two which are smaller than a dime uh-huh the french hey, centime because with brexit they might actually come they come back, back again <laughs> so yeah and and the irish coins had been gorgeous before mm -hmm. they went to um before southern ireland went to the euro currency yeah uh the yeah. the tuppence i think it was a two penny it was this incredible celtic like peacock design on the back mm -hmm. anyway yeah, I actually have one of the uh, Irish uh, Euro pennies, I think, with the with the harp on it. Yeah. So. That, yep, and there was a salmon on the five p maybe. I still have a few mm. of those back from the eighties, yeah. but not very many. Yeah, they were they were very pretty. That's all yeah. I'm saying. And I got oh, and you want the the most weirdly missized I. I I personally feel coins. I got a Jamaican one dollar coin and a Jamaican five dollar coin, and they're about the size of U.S. dimes. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Wow. That's that's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that I fell in love with the British pound coins because uh -huh. they're they're thick and they're small and they're gold not small but they're they're a little smaller than quarters they're bigger uh -huh. than nickels but they're smaller than quarters but they're like twice as thick yeah and and they have this serious heft and you put them in your pocket and yeah your pocket totally distorts but you feel like you're really rich you're not mind you but the miser in me i would get rid of all my bills and try and get nothing to coin 
the coins. So I could stack my money and yeah. clink it together and count now it. Now you understand it. why Ebenezer screwed was the it way was he was. It was, it was totally compelling. And, and the paper, well, the, but the bills don't, they feel wrong. Like the, the paper doesn't have our paper feel. They, mm -hmm. It feels totally fake and they're small and they're weird shape. Actually, they're different sizes. Yeah, and they just—they don't feel right, and they don't look right. Right, my mind is attuned to what our bills look like, and that's proper money. And mm -hmm. these are very colorful, and they have lots of great pictures, but it doesn't look like money, you know, whatever. But the right. coins are like money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Plus, you can put them in a sock, and you can knock out a mugger. So, I mean, I like <laughs> it that you can, right. you know, multi-purpose. So, anyway, there's some pretty dice here. Somebody give me some big old. Sock a, sack of cash so I can get some people. <laughs> Please. Yeah, as I said, you know, we can do a 90 day or a 30 day Kickstarter and we'll get $2 course, and a pat some, on the head. Like, some yeah, suckers you. out there might contribute. You just don't know. So. <laughs> you know what? I don't. Going by, yeah. How? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of wonderfulness might turn Lately, up. Lately, I've seen some very strange things happen in the world, so... Yeah. Yeah. Anything goes. <laughs> it's all crazy time. I crazy guess time all the time. I guess we're coming up on that time, folks. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry we didn't have actual... Uh, I mean, we had some dice rolling, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a proposition to, to propose... And unfortunately, Andros is and the other and Trilobite. I was so we'll say, vote for Andros them on their behalf. The others, and then I realized there was only one other. And so it sounded like I was Andros and the other guy. Oh, what's his name? That's it. Oh, what's his name? No. Um, but I had a gaming experience recently that, that gave me a taste of empathy toward um, when we played. Uh, way back when, when we played Hollow Earth Expedition, uh -huh. uh, I thought I had made it clear that we weren't going to be going into the Hollow Earth that at, during that adventure. Mm -hmm. But after it was done, I, I noticed through, nobody said anything directly, but I could tell from everybody's reaction that they were like, oh, oh, we're done. We didn't actually <laughs> go to the Hollow Earth. So... I would like to redeem myself there, and I thought it'd be fun because Nikki and Trilobite haven't made characters for that. Oh, like, that's right. And so they could be pirates from the ship or something like that. You so mean that, that I could bring back Pierre Dapalieu? Yes, you could. <laughs> oh, Only if you put dynamite in the trunk of the car <laughs> that's being shot at. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, and, yes, uh, please uh, continue. I'm sorry. How to play you, you, <laughs> ubiquity? But yeah, absolutely. I, I have. I think I have everybody's characters because I never throw any character files away. Um. So, so that wouldn't be a problem. I'd have to brush up. I haven't read that book since I ran that adventure years and years ago. Yeah, but and, uh, yeah, and I have a different game that uses the same system, but hmm. it's not Hollow Earth Expedition. So. Oh, I'm curious. Which one do you? Uh, it. I think it's called All for One. It's that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. horror, 
Three Musketeers mashup thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I have that as well. I've got. Uh, I thought about picking up Space 1889 Ubiquity just because that's a setting that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a setting I just am so intrigued by. Oh yeah, I have the uh, both the original and the Savage Worlds versions of mm. of uh, Space 1889. So yeah, that's yeah, a, that's, that's a that's Savage a neat Worlds. one. I gotta. I want to try. I want to try my hand at, at running Savage Worlds because I've I, I've never run it. I've yeah. played it a couple times, but never run it. Um, because the cards were always an obstacle, but now I've right. I went and got a dollar, like it was a dollar deck. I think it had two decks in it. So for 50 cents, I got a deck of playing cards and I ended up with two of them. Grailed them out. So all I need to do is learn how to shuffle. And then it occurred to me after all this time, all I need to do is designate somebody for an extra Benny or something to be the card the card person. Right. But didn't even occur to me. But anyway, but uh, yeah, I would love to, to uh, actually get... Actually, get the. Uh, sorry, my speech thing is yammering away and it's distracting. <laughs> um, I we have that pirate ship. It'd be perfect opportunity to just have them get in, get sucked into the hollow earth or something like that. So, I will uh, have to go back and actually re 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 listen to to those because it's been so long. That... Yes, it has. And I'm I I I am hoping. I mean, I'm not. This is not me putting myself. I hope I have improved as a GM in the last ten years or whatever it's been, because. Uh, but. But. Uh, I seem yeah. to recall that you did fine back then. But, uh, but yeah. Well, I think what bugged me was it was supposed to be a one-shot adventure, and it took us four sessions to. When have we ever shape, managed shapes oh, of true. things to come? Really, that's true. That's true. And even though that chase took a lot longer than I thought it would, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, so your uh, proposition is that's what we're playing next time we get together. Oh well, no, we're doing bulldogs right now. But I yeah. mean, next time I have a chance to run something that's not a one shot, uh, it would be fun to have it be that. I'm positive I still have Pierre. He's in and my Google know, like Drive. Said, I've, got, I've got all of them. I've got all four of them. I think in my in my RPG, I have a folder that's nothing but characters we've played, or I've played. And I think for when I run the games, I keep the ones that you guys give me. So, yeah, I think I've got those. Got the, at least my character. I think about everything that we've ever done. The the the, the, the characters that I've done for in in my in my Dropbox somewhere. So I have, have quite a list somewhere too. Does does this mean I have to learn a new thing? Yep. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> you know I don't learn things well. Fortunately, the 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 uh, the dice system is really easy. It's you roll the dice and you divide it up into evens and odds. Yep. Do I get to use yum yums? No, but well, you get to use style points. They're, they're yeah. not the same thing. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's right, because I commented at the time that Hollow Earth Expedition and Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies both call them style points, I think. That is not as much fun as saying yum yum. It is not, I I agree. It fails. Fails. (laughs) All right, so I have to track down, what's it called from, from RPG? What's it? Uh, Hollow Earth Expedition. 
Or I could just send you the, well, it certainly couldn't hurt to take a look at it as a game and have it. But uh, I, uh, I will also send yeah? you the numbers of the gutter Skypes episodes wherein the game took place, happened. Uh-huh. I track it down and listen. Or I, not. I'm wondering. Well, you know, I'll try. You know how I am. I got grimity grim things to listen to. I can't be listening to anything fun. I know how I am, too. <laughs> More grimity grim, grimity grim. I. <laughs> but grimly. I've learned so much in a grimity grim sort of way. But now, also, the grimly banana shaped. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a possible combination. Whatever. Yes. Thank you, folks. This was, uh, this Thank was very you, and, uh, decompressing. And happy way belated birthday. And Eric, happy way belated birthday. Mark Kinney, happy pre birthday. Thank you. <laughs> it's not like it's less than a week away. <gasps> Ooh. I was closer than I thought. Yeah. Well, super happy pre-birthday. Oh, there you go. Booger, I, 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 was, I thought it was a month, were... actually. Well done, me. Well, happy almost, almost, been, but not even pre. Happy almost yeah, birthday. Happy almost Thanks. birthday. Thanks. Excellent. I should schedule one in the spring, too, just so I can be one of the gang. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm having one too. Um, okay. Okay. Next-ish next week. Why not? Um, <laughs> no, that's great. I will send you these dice that I made from smashed together English muffins. <laughs> and I will, I will cherish them forever. They're almost, almost as good as those really cool pointy caltropy ones. Yeah, yeah. almost. <laughs> Thank you. I'll use Elmer's glue and I'll lacquer them with some kind of polyurethane that's mm. going to smell bad for a year. <laughs> mm. Yum. Thanks. Treasure these always. I'll put them in a safe place. Mm, i got to keep my skill level in the real world. Uh... <laughs> Whatever. All right, everybody. All right, stay, stay sane. Stay yeah. safe. Yeah. And yep. uh, and see. Wait a minute. What's what's the hell's the calendar date now? And wash your hands. And Always, your hands. many times. <laughs> Thirty, the twentieth. We're gonna try and get together again. Yes. Really? Yeah. Should be good for me. Okay. Yeah, same, same here. I. So the twentieth. Everybody, stay safe, stay cool, yep. and see you in two weeks. All right.